Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. NATO has warned that Vladimir Putin has deployed a submarine carrying the Poseidon tsunami bomb. Now, this is not to imply that they're planning on using it on Western nations or anything like that, but this is a bomb that can cre- apparently create a radioactive tsunami. Oh. When somebody, what are you doing here, Ian? Prepping for the show. <laughs> yeah, turn that You're volume. About five down. minutes too late. Too late. Thanks, Tim. So this is a, a tsunami bomb. <clears throat> it is being tested, and they don't believe it could be the weapon can be deployed until 2027. But they apparently have it. They just need to try it. And the question is, if they need to test it, why not just test it now? The other bigger issue is that. There's a train scene moving in satellite imagery, which carries the crew for nuclear rocketry and other things like that. So they do believe that Vladimir Putin is advancing the mobilization of nuclear weapons. And I, I just got to say, you know, these people who think it can't happen, maybe, maybe it's it's optimism, maybe it's normalcy bias. But Vladimir Putin does not seem like the kind of guy who wants to lose or will let the West steamroll him. And now it looks like NATO is stepping ever closer to actively being I mean, we know they're involved in the war. We know NATO, us, everybody. It's, it's, it's this, you know, multi-front war. But they're getting close to actually just saying, okay, we're here. So Elon Musk goes on Twitter and says, we need to negotiate peace. The, the Washington Post editorial board says, we need to stop this. I mean, this is the Washington Post. And of course, Ukrainian officials, including Zelensky himself, basically rag on Elon Musk like, no. These people are dragging us into World War III. It's insane. So we'll talk about that. We got a couple other stories. We've got uh, Kanye West and Candace Owens apparently wore White Lives Matter shirts. So, uh, well, that's a thing. And then we have this uh, this cultural story. We have um, Billy Eichner's gay rom-com bros bombed. And apparently it's because of homophobia or something. So, sure. We'll talk about that stuff. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com and become a member to support our work. As a member, you'll get access to the uncensored members-only show Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. We're going to have one of those coming up for you tonight. And all our other shows, like the Cast Castle Vlog, Tales from the Inverted World. And you're supporting our journalists. We have a, a decent amount. We're hiring more. And we're only able to have them staffed because you guys are members. That's how we make the whole ship run. So smash that like button right now if you haven't already. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Benny Johnson. What's up? Great to be here. Who are you? Huge fan for a long time. (laughs) Oh, appreciate it, man. Host of the Benny Show uh, podcast, host of uh, the Benny Report on Newsmax, uh, Turning Point USA contributor, Benny on the Block, Little Man on the Street Show, and uh, Memer. Right on. You got attacked recently, didn't you? My memes. Your memes got attacked. Yeah, so not actually mine. So the memes of a a great couple memers, uh, not Prasso and uh, Dre Fenzor. It was a tasteful meme of Kamala Harris laughing uh, to mariachi music as a bus full of uh, criminal migrants pull into her, her lawn. Um, and we played that at the University of Iowa, my alma mater. Um, and a uh, very sad person went and attacked the projector. I don't know if this person, if Panasonic hurt this man uh, at one point or another. Uh, we don't know. We do know that the left can't meme, and now we have proven it physically. We say it a lot. That the left can't meme, but now we actually physically manifested that the left can't meme as his little bird, uh, bird bone, like hollow leg, like uh, kicked the projector, went about a foot, 
uh, smashed it on the ground, and then he went running out, screaming that we were racist. <laughs> he got arrested, didn't he? He did get arrested, uh, fifth degree misdemeanor assault. Oh. Um, it was like nothing, spent the right? night in jail, but nothing can be more painful than waking up and finding that you yourself are the meme in the morning. And so the internet was just filled with glorious, glorious waterfall of memes of this guy kicking. Uh, the, the, the favorite one was definitely the replacement of the meme we were playing with uh, very racist things that Joe Biden has said throughout his career. Wow. Like, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Yeah. And so on and so forth. Joe Biden saying that, you're, uh, you know, that, 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 that uh, Mexicans are tacos and so on. Well, all right, man. Should be fun. We also have Mr. Luke Rutkowski himself. Hey, guys. I'm not kicked out of the show yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, today, I'm also wearing a very prophetic shirt that was originally released in 2019 and became very true. It has the official Biden and Kamala logo with them saying, uh, we're going to be arresting people for victimless crimes. That actually pretty much actually did happen. Is happening to a lot of people. If you like the shirt, you can get it on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. Oh, I'm still reeling from Friday, Luke. That was grotesque. I got to think of a new show. <laughs> <laughs> camera shut down. Benny, it's great to see you, man. What's up? Uh, Tim got me a gift but this weekend. He went to Cooper's Rocks in West Virginia and got me some of these delicious, gorgeous jelly beans. They're actually just rock, polished rocks. Don't but, eat uh, them. Yeah. I used to treat them like jelly beans when I was a kid and never really ate one or anything. You know, you were saying the left can't meme. I think angry people can't meme. Yes. But they can be memed which is what seems to keep happening, is these people that are angry maybe go crazy and become revolutionary or disenfranchised and call them leftists or whatever you yeah. want to call them. But man, when you're in a state of anger, it's impossible to make light of something. That's my experience. So Ian, I'm 36 years old. I was born in 1986. And you could go back in my childhood and turn on late night TV, and you could still find them making uh, them making Hell fun. Yeah. You turn was on- Is that uh, you again, Ian? No, no, Ian's good. making weird noises that over time. here. Doorbell. What the heck? Anyway. Yeah, what was I that? Think I don't so. know. That was weird. But continue. Continue, continue. Um, making fun of the left. Yeah. It used to be a thing that you could do on Saturday Night Live, right? They went really hard after Al Gore when he was running for president. You used to make fun of people on the left, and they haven't been made fun of in corporate media culture in a very, very long time. It's well, been years, I'll right? let you know. Ever since Trump, you're, not, you're no longer allowed to make fun of these people in this movement. And I think it's very healthy, actually. So science proves that like, when you're laughing together and with each other, then that actually creates bonds. And so mm -hmm. you, should be, you should want people to laugh uh, at, at themselves, at their own political movement, at the stupidity of their own politicians. This is comedy gold, by the way, the Biden administration. This should be like the golden era of SNL and of late yeah. night comedy, the Biden administration. But you can't, find, you can't find me a single joke. Like Jimmy Fallon told a joke about Biden and it went viral among the conservative media ecosystem uh -oh. because it's like a guy telling a joke about Biden, <laughs> right? And so because they never get laughed at, they respond like this when I play a meme for them. They have never been made fun of. And so it, like, it physically hurts. They feel pain. That's right. And so the soy enraged, the soy filled bloodstream like goes, you know, it becomes enraged and then they just react violently uh, because they don't know what else to do. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but the the uh, the Incredible Hulk originally it was uh, soy. He was a leftist. Him. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm here so that you can make fun of someone on the left. I'll be your resident leftist, and if you agree with me, put a one in the chat. There you go. I love it. I'm very. Are you trying excited. to trick people? Tricking people. It's all about the art it, of yeah. war, man. Yep. Feign weakness when you're strong. That's right. I appreciate this practice of the art of war. Thank you very much, Ian. I'm very excited to have you, Benny. I'm stoked to see what memes we get into tonight. I'm yeah. also here pushing buttons in the corner. Let's go. All right. Here's the story from TimCast.com. Russia deploys sub armed with weapon of the apocalypse. The Poseidon torpedo could destroy European cities by creating a tsunami wave the size of four and a half football fields. Wow. The sub named Belgorod, is that how you pronounce it, 
has disappeared from its harbor in the Arctic, promoting NATO to warn member countries that Russia may be planning to test its Poseidon torpedo, which is an intercontinental nuclear armed, nuclear powered autonomous weapon. I think that should be prompting NATO to warn prompting? member countries. Yeah. Yeah. Copy editor. Oh, yeah. I see. There's a P that's <laughs> supposed to be prompting. <laughs> so uh, we, we, some people have said it's a hundred megaton uh, torpedo. The uh, more reasonable estimates is two megatons, which is still nightmarish. Apparently, this this autonomous drone torpedo has is nuclear power. It's got its own mi- small reactor, which means it has an infinite range. Not literally infinite, but that it could hit anything on the planet. It could go and just hit it. So he's deployed this uh, this sub. They're saying he's going to test it, and they're not convinced that the weapon will, is actually can, can be used just now. Somebody's That's got not it. coming from me. No, not me either. Who's sound? No, nope, nothing's popping up. Someone keeps making it. It's coming from the mainframe. No, it's it's coming from the main computer, not main computer. We don't have speakers on the computer. Well, somewhere. Maybe it's Bluetooth. I've never heard that noise before. It's coming from it's coming from Luke's face. No, I'm just coming from Luke's face. All right. So anyway, anyway, back to nuclear annihilation. Thought about that's right. It could be here. It could be the submarine. Ian, maybe ding. So this uh, this theoretically could hit anywhere on the planet. Now I don't know if this is the 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 big concern because it's not been tested. And I guess the estimate here is they say uh, it's not going to be operational until 2027. I suppose if they have it and it's like partially functional, why not test it if they need to? You know what I mean? Like, well, now's not a good time to test a weapon because it'll look like they're preparing to launch. I, I think geopolitically, the, the mediocre intelligent people will be like, oh, no, that means they're getting prepared to use it. Well, this is why well, which I guess they technically are. Th- this is why the U.S. like canceled a few, you know, what was it like Titan missile tests? But what I mean is if they haven't tested it yet. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Why, why does that matter? If they have it and it might or might not work, they will use it if they need to. And we can flip a coin and wonder which city is going to get wiped out in a radioactive tsunami. Or we can just be like, hey, maybe we should stop the war. Also, how many of these do they have? How many autonomous weapons are available? Like, This is the future of modern war, at least the, the present day modern war is autonomous nuclear weapons that can yeah. take out cities well, from a distance. Well, we need to be you know, honest with ourselves. We don't know exactly what they have. A lot of the times military technology is far behind what the general public believes is even out there. But for, for the record, Russia has 6,255 nuclear warheads. That's, that's the, the recorded. Uh, amount that, of course, everyone publicly talks about. But, but again, what we're talking about here is is a new form of weaponry that is going to, of course, launch a nuclear weapon underwater and launch a tsunami with <laughs> with radioactive waste onto a shoreline. This is what they're talking about. I don't know how you test these certain types of weapons, but it's not just the submarine that we should be worrying about. Israeli intelligence is also documenting how Russian bombers capable of a nuclear attack were just found near Finland. Uh, there's, the, of course, the nuclear train that people are talking about. So it definitely does seem like Russia is uh, allowing a lot of its nuclear assets to be deployed, whether tested or or not. We don't know exactly what's going on here. Uh, but regardless, I think this is news that I, that I think we should be paying more attention to. Here's what people need to understand, too. I'd be willing to bet the first the first target of any kind of nuclear strike, it's going to be tactical nukes. It's going to be nuclear artillery. 
So Russia will fire at a military target, probably a shot across the bow, meaning it'll hit nothing. And then it'll be devastating. And that's them being like, we're, we're doing it. Then if, it, if the war continues, they'll use, they'll, they'll use ta- uh, nuclear artillery against military targets. Then they'll probably use lower yield nuclear weapons against smaller cities. It'll, it'll, it'll draw up. But if it really gets to full-scale nuclear war, then you don't need to worry about New York, D.C., L.A., or Chicago. You need to worry about small towns. They're not going, I would imagine Russia is not going to target if they're going for a shock and awe kind of nuclear strike against an Ameri- a U.S. city, which I, I don't think is very likely mm-hmm. at all. It's going to be a small city. What's a, what's, what's a good, good example? Name, name a small city. Can you think of one? Dubuque. Dubuque. Love you guys. That's a good Iowa, point. It's a yeah. good city, actually. Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's, that, that actually, I don't, I don't know their population. It's probably a couple hundred thousand, maybe. But this is exactly what I mean. If the people who live in small towns think, ah, it's New York, ah, it's D.C., I ain't got anything to worry about. If they want to cause shock and awe damage and really paralyze the economy and the American people, going after a big city just confirms that they feel safe. We're not in the big city. We've got anything to worry about. It would be bad. It would be scary. But, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere. You know what, they go after Dubuque. Everyone everywhere in the country is going to be worried. That's that what freaks me out. Like, I don't know if 9-11, I don't know who did it. I still don't. But I am not putting it past a government to nuke one of its small towns or cities and blame it on the Russian. Like, I, I, that's been on my mind lately is like a full scale. 200,000 people are just ev- evaporated or obliterated. And then, then they're, and then everyone's in such pain and trauma that whoever they point you towards, you end up being like, I'm, um, I'm so angry. Okay, they're the enemy. Okay, I need an enemy right now. Yep. And that's just be on guard for that kind of crap. Right. So it's like Chernobyl melts down, and they're picking that that radiation in Switzerland. Yeah. So that's thousand miles. And so what you know, if you even if you nuked Dubuque, well, what's within a thousand miles of Dubuque? And you right. have you have so many cities. Des Moines, Chicago, like you have so many cities that could also be affected by the Dubuque nuke, it's if all, that's what we're going to call it. It's yeah, all going to blow east, Dubnuke. I think. The Dubnuke. Yeah. Dubnuke. 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 It's a very Russian way to say <laughs> it. Dubnuke. 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 Yeah, they like DB and all together, you know. Yeah, so we have this other story. Luke just mentioned it, that the Russian nuclear military train is seen on the move in possible warning to the West that Putin is prepared to escalate his Ukraine war. The military hardware belongs to the 12th main directorate of the Russian MOD. Specialist division is dedicated to storage, maintenance, and, and provision of nukes. Here, I was saying this earlier. Everybody right now is talking about nuclear weapons, but yo, these things are like, what, 80 years old? Not like every nuke is 80 years old, but the technology. You have to imagine they've developed different weapons by now, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, bioweapons? 80, 80 years? 80 years? What we've seen in Nagasaki and Hiroshima? And those attacked major cities that were key infrastructure for, of course, the, the Japanese military. They had a lot of factories there. They had a lot of production there. What's, what's uh, Russia going to do? Bomb China for, for producing all the infrastructure for the United States? It does, so, so there's a lot of complexities to our modern day. And there's also talk of low yield nuclear weapons that don't have any radioactivity that just provide kind of a big boom there. Uh, what we're talking about right now is just crazy, crazy stuff that, that is even preposterous that we're at this level where, we're, where we are at right now. It, this is crazy. I, w- I want to go back to World War II and just imagine what they were thinking before the deployment of nuclear bombs, right? They had rocket, the V2 rockets. They had, you know, what, what, they had Zeppelins dropping stuff or something well, like that. Well, they were using B2 or B-52s to drop, I think it'd be 52, drop firebomb. They firebombed Dresden before the nukes went off. So that right there was already kind of like a dramatic escalation. Imagine if they... 
in World War II were concerned about the most powerful and devastating weapon of like 1860. You know, like we're talking about 80 years ago, we developed these 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 fission bombs, these nuclear bombs. And then, of course, since then, we've dramatically increased their power by like 1000 fold and put them on ICBMs. Now we have this torpedo. I'm willing to bet. I'm just going to say it. Off the top of my head, antimatter weapons probably exist yeah, in great yield. You don't know what's coming. This is the this is the point of modern war is you don't know a big point of it. You watch the Great War on YouTube, fantastic channel, uh, documents World War One week by week. They didn't know what machine guns were. Not really. They didn't know that they were running into a machine gun for like weeks and weeks and even maybe months. They just got up and just kept running and just kept getting killed. Millions of people who just keep running into this new weapon that they didn't understand. And then in World War II, they didn't think a nuclear bomb was going to take out Hiroshima. They didn't know that that existed, that that potential was there. But uh, lo and behold, one in, in a split second, things can change. So this is a story that broke last week, last Friday. The first transgender uh, officer in the U.S. Army, right, arrested being a Russian spy, traitor to our country. Now, this is what I found very, very interesting in the story. What were the Russians after? So what, what were presumably they wanting? What were they wanting? What health, information? Data. Health well, records. Right, that's right. Well, they weren't going after Delta Force's like capacity of firepower or what special weapons they had or night vision goggles. They were going after the medical records. Now, what does this mean? Gordon Chang says that China is working on you know biomedical DNA attracted, uh, you know, devastate. I'm not sure how you would even call it. Like, what would you even call it? DNA yep. markers that say like we're going to make a specific death for you based yep. on your genetic code, and China's going full in on this technology to figure out how to kill f whole groups of people. Of course. So, and this, of course, is the James Bond, the so that's last, last plot of the last James Bond movie. You, you right? don't want them to know that you're attacking them. That's the point. They want to do it invisibly, quietly, yes. subtly. You don't want to drop weapons you guys, that you see coming. You guys know about Stuxnet? Um, this was a cyber weapon developed yeah. by the U.S. and Israel to blow up Iranian nuclear centrifuges to stop them from, obviously, you know, getting, getting nuclear power or weapons or whatever you want to call it. So this was a, a, a cyber weapon that was basically just spattered across the planet. They infected everything and said, sooner or later, it will find its way onto their computers. And it did. It did nothing until it found the centrifuges. And then it caused them to spin until they exploded. But this virus was apparently on regular machines and industrial machines, but it wouldn't, wouldn't do anything. That's exactly it. I wonder if back then someone saw that and said, we can do that on a computer. Can we do that on a person? Yeah. You create a virus that will infect a bioweapon that will infect every person on the planet, but only cause damage in certain DNA. Yeah. Was it what movie was it? James Bond? James Bond. This was the exact plot yeah. of the last James Bond film. And we know that the Central Intelligence Agency has a bureau in Hollywood that they openly push the new horrors to humanity through Hollywood cinema. And that they are probably concerned about this because this is what was happening. This exact thing was happening in James Bond film. There is a um, there, there's a uh, black character, female character, right? People thought she might have been the new James Bond, right? 007 takes time off. And she becomes 007. Anyway, at the end of the film, the mad scientist is like, I could make a disease. I, he, they're in there, his lair, and he goes, I could wipe out your entire race, mm -hmm. right? That was that was his threat to her is that I could wipe out your entire people based on the genetic code. But hold on, hold on. Right? Who would this most negatively impact? Not the United States. Hmm. China? I don't China know. is more ethnically homogenous. Yeah. Yeah. But it people. doesn't have to be about your ethnic genetics. It could be about a trigger. So like an external stimuli, a, a light or a sound could trigger your genetic to do the thing to activate it. It could be um, something you eat. It could be a, a feel, an emotion you yeah. have could trigger it. That's some some kind of chemical release in your brain 
activates it or something like that. Yeah. So they, they, that, did, that. They did a mass murder of a group at the beginning of the movie. And I, I mean, obviously, it's not a documentary, okay? Like, it's a James Bond film. But they killed a specific targeted group of people because they all took a, a tablet, right? They took a pill that you could give the military, let's say. Uh, everyone in the military, they all take, like, very similar medicines, obviously vaccine mandates, so on and so forth. And so you could target them based on the medicine that they take. There was some show that I was watching. What was it? Fringe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fringe had an episode like Great this, show. right? Where this guy is developing this kind of smell that if you smell it, it kills you. Did you, you guys know this? It was, it was trying to target a specific person to their genetics, something like that. Hmm. Something like that. I don't know. It's been, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Yo, this is crazy because it feels like we're all, we all do these shows and we're like nuclear weapons. And then the TV's like nuclear weapons and Putin. And everyone's like, oh, and then meanwhile, behind the scenes and all the top secret, you know, clearance stuff, they're like, yes. if only you knew. Dude, yes. bioweapons are no joke. Well, China was caught taking people's COVID tests and then genetically harvesting the DNA from it. Yep. U.S. intelligence agencies were specifically, I was talking about this, I think a year ago on this show, I was saying, hey, the Chinese government is stealing everyone's COVID tests. U.S. intelligence agencies are warning medical facilities not to get... Uh, get rid of their tests in a way where, of course, the Chinese government could, could get them. They have been getting them. They have been harvesting the data for multiple reasons. One is an economic reason. Another reason could be, of course, uh, a new form of warfare, germ warfare, DNA-specific warfare that I think is also on the possibility. But the more likely possibility that, of course, people need to understand here is that China also wants to game the big pharma market. So if they have everyone's DNA, they know what people would be getting sick of. They could start producing yes. and manufacturing medicine yes. to beat out big pharma and become the next big overruling kind of power. So for all of the people that may be listening and they're going, no, that's crazy. China's not taking your DNA. I give you NPR. Dun, dun, dun. China wants your data and may already have it. February 24th, 2021, from All Things Considered, they say. Exciting. As COVID cases began to rise a year ago, a Chinese company contacted several U.S. states and offered to set up testing labs. As a byproduct, the Chinese firm Beijing Genomics Institute would likely gain access to the DNA of those tested. The offer was tempting for states struggling to set their own testing facilities for a new virus in short notice, but U.S. national security officials urged the states to reject the offer, citing concerns about how China might use personal data collected on Americans. We certainly reached out to our partners in the community to make sure, blah, 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 blah. This is just one of the earlier stories. Yeah, it definitely makes you wonder why the COVID tests were free, <laughs> you know, and given out to everyone. No, 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 hold on, yeah. though. Those you didn't return, right? So yeah. what this is more about is facilities where you'd pull up and they'd test you and then we'll call you back later. Exactly. The COVID test you got at home, you like snorted into or whatever, and then you threw it in the you trash. You had to buy those, right? Right, right, yeah, right. But, but, but to these, free ones, they, they had your DNA sample. No, 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 no. The ones they give you at your house, they were they, they were the same ones from the grocery store or whatever. Yeah. This is what, what they're talking about is there were, they were places you could go to get tested where you'd drive up in your car, they'd stick you in the nose and say, we'll call you back on Wednesday and let you know. That's where the concern is on whether or not they were getting access to your DNA. I mean, to Luke's point, how much of our pharmaceuticals is processed in China? A how lot, it, majority. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. the, the vast majority. I don't know the exact number. I'm sure it's easily, find, uh, you know, you easily find it. I can Google it right now. Yeah, vitamin C, supplements, all of it, antibiotics. I, I, majority I just want to make sure. Of American pharmaceuticals they go on, in China. I just want to make sure I clarify, too. As much as they go on to say that, um, you know, these states turned it down. This is funny. They were like, the, the national security said, don't do it because, you know, China would get access to your data. We certainly reached out to our partners in the community to make sure, oh, it sounds like it didn't happen. NPR goes on to say, Beijing Genomics Institute, a major global player in the world of genomics research, reported set up labs in at least 18 other countries and provided COVID testing kits to 180 nations, including the U.S. <laughs> Great. U.S. <laughs> officials stressed their main concern was preventing Good. the establishment of full service labs. The officials do not consider the testing kits to pose a serious risk. Biotech companies in China, the U.S. and elsewhere routinely collect DNA and use it, blah, blah, blah. You get it. You get it. 
So here's the other crazy thing too is like ancestry and like was mm -hmm. it 23 and me? I'm just looking yeah. it up. People are just mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna give my DNA. And then a company buys 23andMe. Who owns right. it? I don't know. Do you know the guy that owns 23andMe personally? And I'm I asking you. I believe also the FDA made an announcement that they were taking some of the tests and running uh, uh, larger uh, projects and scientific experiments with them based off human DNA. Okay. Now, I know it sounds freaky, right? But hear me out. What if the genomics lab that has everybody's DNA releases a virus and it turns people into crazy like animal hybrids like werewolves and lizard people. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, uh, Reality is a lot scarier than your fiction here, Tim. Especially when you look at individuals. Animorphs. Animorphs. Yeah. We were just talking about animorphs. What animal would you become if you were an animorph? Well, I'm not saying that people get the ability to choose a turn. I'm saying like they would be forcefully turned into a variety of different animals. Like Luke would be like a lemur guy and... Ian would be a horse dude or something. Oh, all right. Like Bojack Back horse. Dude. Can we stop talking about? Can, can we stop <laughs> talking about animorphs? And can we start talking about the billionaires that are invested in a lot of these companies? Individuals like Bill Gates that are literally creating G GMO genetically engineered mosquitoes that are meant to wipe out the populations of mosquitoes. And if he could do this to uh, one group of animals, what makes you think he can't do it to another, well, I, another I, group? Can of we? Animals? Can we? Can we talk about Bill Gates real quick? Because uh, before the yes. show, of course, we of have course we have this we have, okay, we have this story from Slay News. Bill Gates warned civil war is coming. We'll bring it all to an end. But we've covered this before. We covered this story and actually it got a ton of play. But Luke mentioned something else that Bill Gates has a group of people tracking what people say about him on the Internet. And I didn't believe it. And so Luke was like, pull it up. There's a quote from from Bill Gates, quote, I have a group that tracks what's on the Web that's talking about things that connect to me, he said. Huh. Overwhelmingly during the pandemic, 95% was all the conspiracy theory stuff. That were right. <laughs> they were right. If well, my, no, hold on. Not, not all majority of it. I would say 95% of that stuff. Not that, nothing, yeah. All, no. The major, majority of it. A lot of it. A, dude, there were some crazy uh, Looney Tunes that talked about aliens and all this other stuff to, to, so to, to muddy the waters here. There was a lot of crazy people that made stuff, stuff up out of nowhere. But when it came to the scientists, the professionals, the researchers, uh, the politicians who came forward, that were censored, they were deemed conspiracy theories and a lot of them were right. But and they weren't course, talking about Bill Gates. A lot of the stuff people talk about Bill Gates, they go over the top with. You need, you need to talk about Bill Gates in the context of No, 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 he thing. says not about him, he says the pandemic. He it's says overwhelmingly about, during the pandemic, it was all conspiracy stuff. Right, 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 talking about, talking yeah. about him. He says connect to me. He was saying that people were talking about him and, and during the pandemic, it was all conspiracy theory stuff. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm saying be careful about the weird lizard people attempts because that's how they discredit you. Absolutely. Focus on Bill Gates' TED Talk where he says we need to reduce population growth. Well, and then they start doing these things, claiming it's not about population growth, and I have to wonder what their priorities are. Yeah, but not only that, if you look at the statement above what the, the quote that you just read there, it says specifically, Gates also revealed that he's been trying to come up with a solution for tracking, tackling, tackling, tackling. misinformation, and conspiracy theories. So he's he's going after the individuals who pretty much... Overall, a lot of them have been batting 100. He's the one, he's the main guy funding NewsGuard. He's the one funding a lot of these fact checkers. Well, real quick, we, we get a lot of flack for this. 
Microsoft has a has a contract with NewsGuard, That's not right. direct funding. Of course, he's but but he also came out and it recently was revealed that he funded Dan Crenshaw, Mitt Romney, Marco Rubio. He's also, of course, behind the Inflation Reduction Act. He's bragging about how he made that bill, was a part of writing it. He's going to be enforcing it. This is the bill that, of course, provides eighty thousand new IRS agents. Is going to be centralizing a lot of control and regulations here. So, I mean, this man with two hundred forty-two thousand acres in eighteen states. Talking about keeping an eye on people who talk about him, I mean that 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 should that should raise some eyebrows. We also we also have this story. Bill Gates admits that telling people not to eat meat won't solve climate change, despite previously saying U.S. should move to 100% synthetic beef uh-huh. and investing in plant-based firms. You know, look, they do all these things. They say climate change, but it kind of feels like what they're really saying is overpopulation. Well, yeah. And and also, this is self-interested. Bill Gates has a lot of patents, a lot of investments, and a lot of money into meatless diets that, of course, a lot of the science has been questioned. Some of the science has actually even been debunked. And, and, and purely sh- does highlight something that a lot of people do see as something nefarious, since, of course, meat, especially organ meat, has a lot of important macronutrients, has a lot of important uh, nutrition that a lot of people are being denied the access to. So a lot of people, are, of course, are coming up with theories, but obviously with this man having so much control, so much land, so much money, so much power, there should at least be some accountability, at least some criticism to him and his, his organization. I think the factory farming industry is grotesque and it's not something that gets enough attention in modern Yo. media. Like you, when you see the pools of large lakes of blood and, and feces, yeah. like brown, red feces mud that they, and they'll ban like drones above their factories so you can't see them. And then when you see in, uh, like internal videos of like these no offense to people that work in these jobs because I don't know what the hell that must be like to kill animals all day. But like, like people that have gone so far, they see the pig and they just think it's 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 a thing that I need to kill right now. And they'll take baby ones and smash them, pick them up by their leg and smash their heads on the concrete. You hear the baby pig squealing and dying, and then it's like this is what how we have been sourcing the meat for this amount of population. I get where Bill yeah. Gates is coming from because this is grotesque. That's that not does what he's need talking to be curbed. About, I think it's part of what why about he's all the animals on this uh, hurt and, and he, that's not what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But what about all the other animals that are killed and hurt in the making of a lot of these, you know, vegan? Yeah. Oh, products. yeah. When you yeah. talk about when they harvest grain, for instance, they take these combines and they grind up huge amounts of wheat. Yeah. But all these deer are in there. They just hunker down and wait. Rabbits. I mean, it's the not animal friendly the way that they harvest. Absolutely. Mass not. amounts of grain. Absolutely not. But but again, this is not kind of what, what Bill Gates is. Yeah, saying he's not here. talking about that. He's talking about it takes too much carbon to make a cow. Uh, in factory yeah. farming is intensely crazy, carbon. It's carbon intensive. The crazy sure. thing I learned release is release a lot of burps. The crazy thing I learned is that uh, broiler chickens factory rate, like you know, people say like there's such a thing as a factory farm. Look at these pictures of like this building full of just chickens. Six weeks until they they harvest the chicken. Yeah. That's crazy to me because we have you know backyard chickens. Six weeks is tiny. Hmm. You know, they so, just so got they, them on steroids. They, I guess they're, they're, yeah, they're hopped fans. up on goofballs to make them grow real quick and nasty like. Yeah. But I don't know. Look, just because we have problems in that capacity, I'll, I'll admit Bill Gates telling people not to eat meat is is nuts. My point here is they keep saying climate change, but look at the actions that they're engaged in when they're saying, hey, we want to get rid of fossil fuels. It's like, OK, well, people will die if you do that. It's like, yeah, well, climate change It's like, OK, well, we, we don't want people farming in the Netherlands right now during a food shortage, you know, during a war. It's like, OK, well, that's not climate change. They're like, we're concerned about nitrogen levels in, in the Netherlands. It's like, yeah, but there's a food shortage coming because of the war in Ukraine, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, well, whatever. They should stop making food. So you want the food to be worse? The, there was a great point that was brought up by Jeremy Boring when he was on the show. 
And he said, nothing matters without humans. We are humans. Our experience is human. We care about the human experience. So this idea that we would sacrifice humanity for something else makes no sense. Or he said something to that effect. I don't want to misquote him, but he made a really good point. We, like humans exist for humans. Right. Like we, 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 we have to be good stewards of the earth. That's what he said. But also like our drives, our passions, our desires, our experiences is relative to, to humans. So if we were thinking of sacrificing all of humanity for the sake of, you know, climate change, well, what's the point? Stopping climate change to save humans when humans are going to die if you don't have food, something doesn't add up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I think that and, there's and, a... And, you know, the person saying there's too many people in this world, so you got to give us all the power and all the money because we are going to help everyone uh, <laughs> should, should really have someone looking uh, side-eyed uh, at them. And again, uh, you have to look at Bill Gates and the work that he's produced, you know, the, the, the products that he produced. Vanda, Vandana Shiva actually came out and, and did a very excellent uh, kind of speech about what Bill Gates has done to India with his centralization of farmers. You see what he has called for. You see the work that he has done with China advising them, working with them on many projects, calling for many of the most restrictive COVID policies, celebrating their lockdowns. I mean, this this is a man who has a vision for humanity that I think should be critiqued a little bit and not promoted because the corporate media regurgitates a lot of what he has to say uncritically, as of course, he also gives hundreds of millions of dollars to the corporate media. He's invested in The Guardian, the BBC, MSNBC, and his money has been spread around everywhere, especially in the scientific community where it has created the bill chill, where many scientists are even too afraid to criticize him or his products because they know some kind of funding is going to be taken away if they criticize him. And this is why, in my opinion, Bill Gates is bragging about how he has people that track people online that talk about him as he's now trying to delve into dealing with misinformation and conspiracy theories. Yeah, It's not right. a coincidence. Why can't these super rich ass people just like be super rich and be happy? Hmm. What is the emptiness in their soul? What is driving this? Now, I, as a Christian, I can like, I, I have my own thoughts on this. However, like, why? Why no, no, make no, the world a worse place? Well, why on. take away meat for the rest of us? Well, like, what a miserable existence. Well, why hold take on. away your ability? You have to eat the soil. Like, a guy, work, guy works a nine to five in the coal pits and all he wants is to put a hamburger you got on it, the grill. You got it backwards. When he gets home. Where is the opposition? Why is it that Bill Gates and all of these other billionaires are dumping money into wokeness, CRT, yes. climate change stuff, and then on the inverse, nothing. I mean, literally, not literally nothing, but dramatically less. Yeah. You know, I talk about this quite a bit, and I, I, I was saying once, you know, I wish people who had money would do things with it, mm -hmm. and they don't. And some people point out, yeah, but like the woke people do. And then I was like, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe people shouldn't. And then I thought about, you know, Mackenzie Bezos got, what, $28 billion for divorcing Jeff. And then she puts $2 billion into woke stuff. At least it was reported from some outlets. She's dumping all this money into all these woke causes. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, okay, where's the story about a major libertarian, conservative, anti-woke person mm -hmm. doing something similar? I went to Morgantown, West Virginia. It's like a college town and it's rundown. And there's a lot of reasons why it is. And it seems like it's orchestrated. Big investment firms drive up the price of, of buildings so that no one in the community can buy them, so that businesses can't be open, nobody can afford rent. And then it becomes this just slum. Then they start giving out free needles to everybody. And now everything is just crime, poverty, drugs. And then I'm like, one billionaire, a billionaire could go in there and buy like seven buildings and then just be like, make stuff to the community to revitalize everything. They can counter it. Why don't they do stuff like that? Why is it that it's always people like Bill Gates and George Soros 
Now, I know long ago there were stories of the Koch brothers or whatever. I don't know what they, what they were doing or they are doing. I just know that as much as there is some stuff that Peter Thiel does, for the most part, we only ever hear about these big, woke, leftist billionaires who think there's too many people. When we get close, Elon Musk gets close to buying Twitter and doing something. He then says, I'm going to back out. It's a bad idea. I don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah, this is why we can't have nice things. Hmm. To, you, to your point about this, and I not, I'm not sure this is germane to the conversation, but Dave Chappelle, to his great credit, deserves, um, I think, a lot of aplomb for just going to some middle-of-nowhere town in Ohio and then going to the town council meetings to keep, like, corporations from moving in and, like, arguing on behalf of little pubs and little breweries and, like, little restaurants that are there. Dave Chappelle, if you haven't looked into this, like, has a little, to your point, like, has, he is a, I don't know how much money he has, definitely a multi, multi-millionaire. Dave Chappelle goes into this little town uh, in the middle of truly nowhere in Ohio, and he just like saves the city, like saves the like nice genteel like ha- nature of the city, and he actually went and argued against a huge development that was going to come into the town because it's been popularized probably because of Dave Chappelle, and he right. killed it. He got it. He killed it, and then he bought the land so that no one could develop it. Yep, which is very neat, which is actually uh, similar to what you just described. But it, it, it and it is it, it's it's good. We're we're doing a big play with Times Square on New Year's. We're getting the whole North Tower. We're getting a percentage of it. So every 90 seconds, we're going to have 10 to 15 seconds of the whole North Tower, except for there's two ads owned by like Coke and Memonum or something. But I was like, we should do things that assert ourselves in these cultural spaces and make people aware that like we're winning, we're growing, we're we're taking over. So that was like something big we did this year. We're planning, you know, we're trying to uh, come up with with an idea for a bunch of culture jamming marketing stuff next year. And I think about that and I'm just like, you know, when I go to these small towns and peop, uh, this, I met this local guy and he was like, you should consider buying here to help bring things back and, and, and you know, kind of kick things up a notch. There are a bunch of buildings with the pride flags all over the place. Mm-hmm. And we both agree when we were talking about it that people are just doing that because they're scared. They're scared of the violent terrorists. Yeah. And so long as there is no counter, yeah. it's just going to keep spreading. People are going to put up flags, not because they believe in it, but because they're like, this stops people from, be- from attacking right. my business. Yo, if I had a billion dollars... I'd go in there and be like, okay, I'll buy these three, that building, that building, and that building, and then we'll get some locals in the community who oppose this stuff to, to, to create the space they want to create, invest in that, invest in the future of this country. Yeah. I think the problem is, and th- it was this guy, Nate, shout out, Nate, it's nice meeting you. He said, we had a protest out here, and BLM and these other groups are showing up, and none of, he said, most of the town, it's West Virginia, they oppose this stuff, and none of them could take any time out of their day to come out and say no to these people. And then I was like, that's it right there, isn't it? They, they won't even show up to say no. That's a bummer. So the Passover is when the spirit of death, right, passes over the households yep. of Egypt, mm-hmm. and it doesn't kill the firstborn son as long as you uh, put lamb's blood right on your door. This is what Passover is, a, very, a high holiday, high Jewish holiday, uh, still celebrated uh, Christian or Jewish uh, traditions. And so in Washington, D.C., I literally watched people do a, a, a metaphorical, like hedonistic Passover on their homes. So I lived on Capitol Hill in a very bad neighborhood where you it, it, like a couple blocks from where Jack Posobiec uh, had Antifa come after Jack. That, that famous photo of Jack like staring down Antifa where they were looking to tear down our Lincoln statue. There's a statue of Abraham Lincoln. They wanted to tear it down. There were mobs putting, you know, nooses around it to, to rip it down. People put up gay, uh, gay rights flags and BLM flags in their yards literally as like a please don't come here thing. I know these people were not, uh, some of them were Republicans and they were not on, on board with this. They needed to wave these flags and put the stuff up in order to like stop the mobs from coming to their street. You remember Rand, Rand Paul almost got beat like to death with his wife Kelly Paul outside of the White House after Donald Trump's speech at the 2020 RNC convention. I got like seven feet from that watching that happen. I mean, it's like, 
it, it really is uh, terroristic. Almost. It's domestic terrorism. And then you go back to D.C. This is my first time back in a year because I moved away a year ago. I, was like, I, followed, I, I followed this great podcaster who I listen to every single day. Uh, his, his advice is he goes, get out of the cities. Get out of the cities. Oh, Jack Basobic? Yeah. Uh, he's great. He's really <laughs> Must have been Jack Basobic. <laughs> great beard. Fantastic hat. And <laughs> I followed that advice. We went, you know, sort of down to, I guess, I, I guess Tampa is a, a larger city, but it's not like D.C. It's I mean, very, very different from D.C. in so many ways. I was just back in D.C. for the first time in a year. Man, I like the decay. There's a, no a better word for it. There's just, there's, there's entropy that is happening to that city. I lived there for 15 years. I worked on Capitol Hill. I've asked questions in White House briefings. I've been all over that city and, and, and I've never seen anything like it. First off, there's tent cities. Uh, as soon as you get into the nation's capital, which you shouldn't have in a nation's capital, right? So if you're if you're visiting from another country, you shouldn't see like squalor and tent huh. cities. And then there's no one there. And the people who are there, it's like a zombie town. The people who are there are masked, like triple masked, like walking around. Here's a photo from a store. I had to run into a store and grab an item. Here's a photo that says um, at a, a Nordstrom. This is at a Nordstrom uh, rack. This said the uh, gas pipeline, right? Nordstrom said, too. Hispanic and Latinx. Hispanic and Latinx welcome here. For your his, were for your normal, heritage, were they normal along not? with everyone else? Latinx, like well, right, that's exactly. Were they banned before? What is <laughs> like, like, what, no, what are you doing? No, what is that, Nordstrom? This is this is Nordstrom rack. Nordstrom, Nordstrom. Why'd you ban the Latino yeah. people <laughs> from your from Latinx. your store? Latinx. That's not okay. I had to take a photo. It's like you, these people don't understand. Like they how, had to issue a notice to let people know they weren't doing it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's what I got from that. You know? The decay and the entropy is really happening in real time. It was shocking for me to go back. Oh yeah, so. You know, I, we're, we're looking at setting up a brick and mortar location, probably going to be, we've been talking about doing like a community center kind of thing. And I've got these people, for one, the, the real estate markets, these, the, the whole market itself, everything's just insane. And they're trying to get insane. A good way or a bad way? It just insane, insane. Like they're, 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 they're trying to sell property for substantially more than you could even make money off of. It's, it's just that you, they want to sell a building and it's half a million dollars. And you're like, you're in an area with no foot traffic, no customers. How is this money worth anywhere near that? You know, even if you if you opened a, a, a chicken restaurant, you would be able to sell enough to cover the cost of the mortgage in this area is insane. And they're like, it's worth it. And I think a lot of it has to do with these big investment firms. They keep buying up property, which keeps the prices artificially high. Yeah. Nobody wants to sell because they're convinced it'll be worth it. Then the cities start decaying. Yeah. So I go to these places. We, we, had, we had one story where trying to buy this building and they're telling me how great every, uh, the city is, how good it's going to be. And I'm like, the local diner is closed on a Saturday at noon because nobody wants to have it. Nobody can, nobody's working. So if I can't even go to a store and every business is closed, no one is here. What makes you think there's value in this location? They're like, it's worth it. And it's, to me, it's just, it's that kind of mentality that's stopping people from investing in their towns, from actually building community, and then everyone just sits at home on the internet and does nothing. I don't, I don't, or, or they were raptured. I don't know. That's the other joke. Where is everybody? Mm. Like you mentioned, like in DC, like where is everybody? In Florida, in DC, Maybe, yeah. in DC, it's estimated that seventy thousand people moved out of DC in twenty twenty one. Yeah, really. And it's estimated in twenty twenty one that two hundred twenty thousand people moved to Florida. So these are just like rough estimates. But uh, I, I, again, a lot of people are moving where the freedom usually is more available, where there's less taxes, less government, less regulation. And a lot of times that's Florida. Do you guys see that video of those two dudes with the gas tanker comes in and the guy's like, you can talk all that ish about DeSantis, but he oh, brought yeah. the gas yeah. to Arcadia. <laughs> I know who I'm voting for. Oh, yeah. I'm a Democrat. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Ron DeSantis for handling the, the potential looting in 
Florida after the hurricane because, I mean, he came out immediately and was like, don't even think about it. Yeah. You go to a house, you don't know what they got behind that door. Good luck trying to take someone's well, stuff. Well, there was, insinuating you're yeah. going to get shot, they're armed, don't mess with people's property. There was a lot of signs from the citizens there just, you know, themselves saying, you loot, we shoot. Good. So, so that's the culture that, that comes from Florida of, of individuals saying, hey, this is my property. Hey, a lot of us get to have the right to defend ourselves. Yep. And you should think twice before trying to hurt or steal from another innocent human this, being. This breakdown of law and order is completely insane. It's antithetical to the the culture of the United States that we would let rioters and looters destroy the country and then the flames grow greater in 21. And you're like, dude, I'm not like, I don't want Chinese authoritarian communism. I don't want that. But I want to see the National Guard on the street when people are trying to firebomb a building. I want them stopped. Yo, okay, yo, this is wild. All right, wild. And I have this out because it's the first thing I got when I got to Florida. Concealed carry permit, Ooh, right? This oh, is nice. the first thing. You don't you need get. that in West Virginia. You can yeah. never get. You don't need that yeah, in New Hampshire. Sure. <laughs> but but, but I, got, I got one too. Blown out. Can <laughs> uh, I see it? This is, this, yes, of course. Uh, this is, this is insane. Okay, see, Ian, to your point. So I made my Uber stop uh, short of my hotel and I got out to like look at the burned down edifice of the White House. Now you would say, uh, Benny, nobody burned down the White House. Well, the White House is a giant ground, right? And there's ground keepers facilities on the White House grounds that are considered part of the White House. And those ground keepers facilities were torched down. This was the burning building when the Antifa mobs attacked, it was in July, attacked the White House, right? And they injured some 90 Secret Service agents and so on and so forth. Firebombed the guard post, fired barricades down, set fire to the church. Set them up. 529 insurrection. That's right. May 29th. Five twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talk about this. So, sorry, like... Have you guys seen what it looks like? So? No. It's still burnt. They haven't fixed it at all. Whoa. It's still burned. It's melted to. It's it's on my other camera because I actually filmed it to put up on our to put up on our channel. Shout out the Benny Johnson channel. It's linked in the YouTube. Please go follow us. Um, this is insanity. They haven't touched it. It's like a memorial to the leftist insurrection. It's still there. I encourage everybody, if you're in Washington, D.C., to go to the White House grounds and to just look at the still burned down, the flame. You can still see the blackened flames of the building. They haven't touched it. It's been two years. They haven't They haven't improved it. They haven't tried to fix it. Wow. It's just sitting there, burned down, right by Andrew Jackson, there, right by the famous shot of the White House, right? You see it on the State of the Union and everything. And it's this burned down edifice, like a memorial to what the left did. It's almost like they're proud of what they were able to do when Donald Trump was in office, when they were able to stage their own insurrection. I, I don't know if it's like one of two paths. Either we we bring in the military to stop the, the, the rioters, this... Philadelphia, I keep seeing all this street violence in Philly, shops getting destroyed. If we bring in the military and then we become some authoritarian regime, or if we just let the mobs take over and then we have a new a new mafia running the, right. the country and it's basically young disaffected men that are gangbanging or whatever. Yeah. Dudes jitters packed. We already have a mafia. It's called government. Well, I'm talking about <laughs> local like 17 year olds that have illegal like yes. handguns that are illegal like illegal handguns. Yeah, illegal hand like uh, 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 concealed pistols that they don't have licenses for or whatever and I don't want I don't want the mafia running the show but that's what it feels like when whoa, I look whoa. at videos and I'm obviously I'm being manipulated by social media but that's what it feels like but this is why I say get out of cities it was it was the reason I said Jack Posobiec is because he was saying that before I was saying it
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, he was warning people for a while to get out of cities, but I was like, yeah, you know. Sorry, Jack. Well, no, no. I mean, we Got say it, it a lot Tim. on the show, too, because yeah. we did leave. We, we were on the other side of the river from Philadelphia and Jersey. And then I left New York. I went there and I said, this isn't fixing anything. So we came out to the middle and sort of middle of nowhere. We're still close enough to D.C. But that's that's the idea. If these 17-year-old kids with their um, constitutionally protected firearms yes. end up acting a fool and taking over cities, you ain't going to be there. And I'll tell you this, if you were out in, in MAGA country in West Virginia and something bad happened, it is going to be substantially better because you're not going to have roving bands of teenagers so like you are in a city. You're going to have like farmers and their families and their neighbors coming together. And it's going to be not perfect, probably pretty bad in certain ways, but way, way, way more organized. Like. I think that as the liberal economic order crumbles and like the U.S. dollar is no longer the world reserve, people are falling into poverty, living on the street, that is it inevitable that these cities just turn into battlegrounds, that it's either going to be the military mowing people down that are trying to destroy property, or it's going to be gangs mowing people down because they want the property? Like, is it one or the other? Can we find a peaceful solution in the cities? What do you think? So there was looting in Tampa. <clears throat> there was one incidence during the hurricane of, of, of looters going through, going through Tampa, my neighborhood. And uh, they were caught immediately. They were arrested immediately uh, by the police. And then you could go every single house, every other house, and find a homie on his uh, doorstep with a firearm. Like dads just got their guns and like, sat outside. And there was not a single looting incident for the entire like three extra days of the hurricane. Because it like rain, it was rainy and windy. Like, Wait, for, you mean for... the police didn't come and save everybody and protect the neighborhoods? It was the locals who were just... It was the locals the... who sat there on their porches. Including, but not limited to your Shirley, who's very happy to have a gun safe now, finally, and I can build up my little uh, arsenal here. But my neighbor, I, I, come, I come up the street. I was at Home Depot, got some um, uh, uh, potting soil, right? So this is better than a sandbag. So don't take hurricane advice from a guy who's just been in Florida for one year, but you can put bags of potting soil up and they act as a sandbag. And they're a lot more, they're like more available. And then you can use them afterwards. Cause I don't know if yeah. you're going to make it like a sandbox or something. You can actually pot your plants, right? It's going to be really pretty weather. It's beautiful weather after the hurricane. So I'm driving back from Home Depot and I look over and here's Johnny. Johnny's my neighbor. Johnny's 50 years old. Johnny rides a Harley. And here's Johnny sitting there. He's an engineer. And he's sitting there with his double barrel, like on, like <laughs> on his lap. You know, I was like, Johnny, did somebody like uh, send your daughter a naughty DM or what, like what happened? Right. What, what's the double barrel about? He's like, yo, there's looters in the neighborhood. No. We're just uh, making sure they know, not in my neighborhood. And then up and down the street, you see like people sitting there with their firearms and yo, no more looting. That's the third choice then. It's, you don't want the, to rely on the government because they're just going to become a, a autocrats. You don't want to let the gangs destroy. You got to have the civilians armed and protecting well, their individual properties. So maybe it's time in these cities to lighten up on gun restrictions you allow, and encourage people to start yeah, training. You allow law-abiding innocent human beings to be able to defend themselves just like the criminals who have all the firearms. And I think I know what video you're talking about. Uh, it was from Chicago, allegedly of, of children from, uh, from uh, Jews 
junior high school, and they all had Glocks with switches on it that made them automatic pistols. Uh, and uh, constitutionally protected, but not legal in Chicago. Yes, it's Chicago, of course, being a place where they, of course, have the strictest gun control laws. But you know, teenagers, fourteen-year-olds, were running around with automatic glocks and of course the average citizen can't even have a pocket knife to defend themselves because they'll go to jail if the cops find it on them yeah that's crazy that's an absolutely insane dichotomy that of course is not fair for the average human being that it's not fair for someone that is is not trying to hurt anyone or or an individual who just wants to defend themselves that can't and allows criminals to run free with with yeah, because they'll take the yeah. guns anyway, the criminals. They don't care about the law. I think what's going to happen is have the guns. it's going to build up and violence. We're going to see the street violence. We'll probably see more of it as people become more poor, more people in the street. And then a city's going to be like, guns are legal now. Yes. Constitutional carry. Yeah. Everyone can carry. And that city's, the crime is going to plummet in that city. That's right. You know how hard it would be to get one of these in D.C.? I tried for years, years mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. to get one of these. There's one licensed firearm dealer. There's one licensed instructor. They can train one person at a time. So DC versus Heller happens, right, in 2009. Eight. Eight. 2008. 2008. DC versus Heller. DC used to be for like 30 years. You couldn't own any firearms at all. DC versus Heller overturns this. And so what they did is the bureaucracy comes in and just makes firearms. Even though the Supreme Court said, no, you will allow the sale of firearms, the bureaucracy comes in and says, okay, we'll limit it to a store and a guy. And that person, and then, and then multiple police officers that you need to speak with, right? So I tried the process. I was drowned in paperwork. I was just choked out by the bureaucracy. I could not get my concealed carry in DC. I tried for years. It was too difficult. It was too difficult. Meanwhile, on my block, I'm on 19th Street, Capitol Hill. You could call it like a gentrifying block. I lived right next to a drug dealer, right next to a crack dealer. Um, that guy had so many guns. They were they were doing open air gun sales on my street. The week that I left, the week I decided to move, there was an open air gun sale going on on the street. The guy opened up his truck and he had I don't know what he had like a, a ton of firearms sitting there. And, it, you know, you made them the right price. You just pick it up out of his trunk, right? There was a shooting. There was a deadly shooting on my street that the police had to come get my footage from. This was two weeks before we left, right? Guy gets shot in my yard, jumps into the rose bush. Um, you know, we played it on the show a couple times. But what, what, what do you need a concealed permit for when you can just hire a, a, an armed security guard f- who, who does all the work for you and, and you could have armed security guards all around you as you walk around? <laughs> you mean like AOC? Like all, like all of the politicians, all of that. yeah, that's who can, right. and, and and the wealthy individuals yeah. who eat at these steakhouses and the lobbyists who don't need to apply for a permit because yeah. they just pay for several men who get the permits and then surround them. They also got walls. That's this. This is what they do. They the reason why the these elites are okay with banning guns is because guns are only banned for poor people. Now it would be hard for them to get a firearm as well, even though they are wealthy. But you pay someone a couple hundred grand per year. They take the time and energy to go get the permit and get the guns and they surround you and you don't have to think twice about it. Don't worry your pretty little wealthy head off. That's why they vote for this stuff so that poor people can't have weapons, but they can. Yeah. And they call for machine gun turrets at the the, the, the Capitol as, of course, they tell you that you can't have a firearm. It's yeah. absolutely That's crazy. Nancy. You see the video yep. of her saying they're shipping the migrants north, but the farmers say we need to pick our, our, our crops. Yeah. The Florida farmers. Wow. Yeah, the Florida, Florida farmers. He talks like this. You're saying to me, why are you sending the migrants up north? We need them to pick our crops. And it's just like, 
<laughs> they're here illegally. They're not legally allowed to work. And you're telling me that farmers are advocating for the commission of a crime to you, and you agree with them. Yes. Uh, yo, uh, you do know that Martha, uh, that, that, that Nancy Pelosi owns a vineyard, right? Where? Yeah. Nancy's vineyard. <laughs> she has a vineyard. Yeah, this yeah. is where Paul Pelosi was driving to, drunk off his ass. Like, uh, uh, three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock like, in the morning. He was going back to their vineyard. So, of course, this, is a, this, is a, this hits home for Nancy. Okay. Sure Where's the labor oh, going to yeah. come from? Yeah. Right? That's right. going to pick the grapes. And you wouldn't want the Chardonnay <laughs> grapes that are picked wrong. They're not getting picked with the beautiful hands, okay, that, that handle the grapes correctly. They're getting picked like a week too late. That makes bad Chardonnay. And mm. ain't nobody dislike her bad Chardonnay. I like didn't. Nancy. I didn't know that. Does that make bad Chardonnay? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, because you had me worried. I was. I was actually sympathetic to Nancy. I was like, oh, we don't want a Chardonnay. <laughs> no, Chardonnay. Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> vineyard in St. Helena, California, the makes her the fourth richest uh, Californian in Congress as of 2015. I'd like to see how that's evolved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Soft hands picking the Chardonnay grapes. I, I think she's very detached from uh, from Law and Order. If she thinks that it, we should just deal with it i don't understand what i don't understand this why they're trying to stop people from governing themselves it, it's really that really bothers me i'm gonna i'm gonna Has i'm they, gonna can we play the i i, I had to pop the video we have to oh play yeah it. we gotta watch this we gotta play it we have a shortage of workers in our country and you see even in florida some of the farmers and the growers saying why are you shipping these uh, immigrants uh, up north we need them to pick the crops <laughs> I, I just love that she's like wait a second we need them to pick the crops is like the permanent perennial democrat talking point it goes all the way back to the founding of the democrat party we need them to pick the crops it's always <laughs> been the issue for democrats it's true it it's just changed it's just remarkable to me that she's basically saying right now to the press and everyone else a group of farmers said we are employing people illegally who entered the country illegally Please don't take these people away from us. And there's just so much here where it's like, well, Nancy, as an officer of the, of the government, maybe you could inform law enforcement that crimes are being committed and they're requesting of you to assist them in the crimes being committed. And your only response is to be like, they like it. That, that's just the, the people who are coming in. You, you, earlier in the show, you said criminal, criminal migrant. Criminal migrant. Because they which broke is, our laws. Come right. Here. And that's that's like, you right. know, I hear a lot from the left. They're like, no one's illegal. And I'm like, that's a good point. A person isn't illegal, but they can be criminals. And if you break the law and you're here, you're a criminal migrant. That Correct. makes sense. Yes. So she's actually here arguing for the law to be broken. It's 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 it's. I don't know. Chaos. What, what was the word we were talking about um, when the cities are decay, decay, degradation. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. I live in a completely Cuban like it's a Cuban neighborhood, right? Tampa is the number one by by city by po city population, the number one landing place for Cuban migrants. And I, like I assume most of them were not here legally, right? They came from Cuba. There was a lot of them, and they 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 came illegally. Those people are the best patriots, man. Those people are awesome. Well, I live I, in, Tampa's an amazing community. If you ever go to Ybor City in Tampa, get a hand rolled cigar, get a proper Cuban coffee. It looks like it looks like Havana should look should look without without the communism. I don't I don't think people should be illegally entering the country. Right. But I will say I have infinitely more respect for illegal immigrants fleeing communism mm -hmm. and even the, the, the migrant from Honduras who's like, I want Buffalo Wild Wings coming to America, I have more respect for them than the leftists who are like America is evil and racist. Yes. Now, I'm not happy that they break the law to come here because they want Buffalo Wild Wings. As for the people fleeing communism, fleeing here and then applying for asylum, I get. And hopefully they get it because communism sucks. But you have too many people in this country who just outright hate it, despite the fact that everyone's fleeing to get here. 
I mean, I call them criminal migrants for that exact reason. I'm not trying to say that 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 anyone should break our laws to come here. You weren't invited, and and it, by the way, this is this is Democrat law. This was passed and ratified by Joe Biden of all people in the in the Senate, uh, where if you are if you cross our border illegally, it is your uh, do it is your duty to turn yourself in immediately to border patrol and 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 then to essentially like surrender yourself right to authorities. That that is the law of the land. So it is a legal act. It is a felony. It is a federal felony to cross our border illegally, and that is the that is the black it's and white felony. law of the land. So so Joe Biden is breaking the law. This is a law, of course, that he ratified because you you re up this and then you you re ratify this. This is the Immigration Act, Immigration Act of like 1964, 1963. I can't remember, but anyway, I mean, again, I just, it's 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 a criminal act. That's why we call him a criminal. You're a criminal migrant. 1965 Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965. Yep. This it's reminiscent of the slave trade, the African slave trade. People are coming over. The, then it was legal what they were doing, highly amoral, you could argue. But they were shipping humans over in chains and then putting them on the plantation to work for low wages. These people yep. are coming across illegally, whether they're being trafficked across, like yes. the slaves were of the African slave trade, or if they're coming over their own will and then they're working for cheap labor. Like it's very similar. Are they going to then? I don't want to be cynical about it, man, but I'm like in 200 years or their ancestors going to be asking for reparations because they were poor. <laughs> they came from poverty. Like, it, 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 I don't know, man, but they're, it's not they're not in bound in chains. That's the difference is they're here because it's better than where well, they were, which well, is a, little... a lot of them were also working illegally. A lot of them are being taken advantage of. A lot of multinational corporations use them and depend on them yes. to get rich while, yes. of course, not following the regulations, not following the rules, not even paying them minimum wage in many instances. So who's the real winner here? A lot of the big top multinational corporations, as of course, wages go down because there's an influx of workers. Housing goes up as, of course, there's less housing. And who loses? The blue collar, the average American, the person who is here, who came here without the right paperwork, who, of course, is going to be a slave of the multinational corporations taking advantage I, of them. I think this, uh, this statement from Pelosi should be probable, ca probable cause enough to check the check the documentation of her plantation. Yes. Work. Absolutely. Plantation Pelosi. That's why we call her Plantation Pelosi. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if the people that want like reparations or are uh, upset about the African-American slave trade and the history and everything that's going on right now with racism, you got to turn your focus on the illegal immigration racket in the united states because those are the modern day slaves if you want to fix the past to start with the present there's still slavery right now in, in in libya because of the u.s overthrow of that government there which hillary clinton orchestrated celebrated and now africans who are trying to go to the middle east are literally being put as and sold as slaves inside of libya right now as we're speaking so like are you still a slave if your chains are invisible no, there's real chains in Libya. Okay, in so Libya, there's real chains. <laughs> the, the, I, would argue, the, yeah. I would argue that a lot of the people that are coming across the border based on our border visit down to Yuma, Arizona, and we went and spent two days in Yuma, Arizona, in the Yuma sector, and we talked with the sheriff there, and he drove us around. He got We got in our little truck. We drove along the border. We drove along Trump's wall. It was glorious. And then it just ends, right? It just ends. Part of it is because it ends because of an Indian reservation, and they're working with the tribe to get it built on there. Part of it ends because Joe Biden's just letting the wall rot rust in the middle of the desert the uh, uh the sheriff drives us uh to the middle of uh where they cross and he says that's the rape tree go over to the rape tree that's how the women pay their toll because they don't have any money to get into america so in case you're wondering how this works go over there and we go over there there's like there's like ripped clothing there's wow. like panties there's like all this horrible stuff there's little children's toys i, I like like every little stuffed animals it's sickening it is repulsive. A lot of it is... Uh, and it is the largest human slave trade, I would argue, because these people then are coming here as indentured 
to Luke's point, indentured like uh, servants right. to work for corporations, and they get shipped off to, to Iowa, fa- Iowa hog factory, right? They already have like their papers, right? That's where they go. They work for the coyotes. Yo, it is the world's largest human smuggling operation or slave trade, depending on if you think the chains ki- are invisible. The coyotes tell some of these people, not every single one works this way. They'll say it's you know two or three thousand dollars to get uh, uh, to get your passage paid for, and if you don't have it, you'll work to pay us pay it off. So these people are coming in, they're, com- they're becoming indebted to these human traffickers. Then they have to work and send money back. I remember I once went to a restaurant and uh, I'll keep the, 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 uh, the details more vague, but people who worked there were all clearly migrants and someone got really mad the tip wasn't big enough. And it was because we didn't have a server. We come into a restaurant with no server. We order up at, at, at the counter. We sit down and then afterwards they demanded a tip. And I'm like, if we had a waiter, like I, I usually tip really well. They started yelling at us. And so what, what I was told from someone is that the people who come here, they're indentured servants. They get paid, quote unquote, but they have this extra legal system where back home, there's, there's rules and laws that apply to them here in America that don't apply in America. But it's like, we paid five grand to move you to America. You're going to work for our company that our people own. We're going to pay you. And then you're going to send the money back to us or else. So if they, they need to make a certain amount of money every week to send back home to pay off the debt to get them to move to America. So they get really mad when you're not giving them more money than they deserve. The, the or else part makes them slaves for sure. Like if, if they are afraid for their family's lives or afraid they're going to get hunted down yeah. if, they don't, if they don't work, then they're in a state of slavery. Yeah. Isn't the number one source of income in Mexico remittances from the United States? Did I read that somewhere? Wow. Is that true? I believe that. How does that, how does that work? Uh, so it's money coming from the United States for people who are sending it back to Mexico. So that's the number one source of income or a very high level source of income. I would like to have an article to check that, but we've, we've read it on the show before. It's got to be wire transfers and stuff. They, do they track it? What, how's that? They just oh, let it go? Shoving, shoving dollar bills in an envelope? I guess they're doing I, cash I know, too, yeah. yeah. I love cash, how, uh, Western Union, Bitcoin, all of it. I yeah. love how these like urban millennial liberal types have, be, have started colonizing Mexico City. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you saw the story. They're like all moving down there and they're like, I just love these tacos. The rent is so cheap. And the locals are just like, this is terrible. You don't speak our language and you're ruining our favorite spots. Yeah, that story was something else. Yeah, a plague. Dude, the They've Amer- done that to a lot of American cities. <laughs> the woke the woke liberals? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, try, like try to, go, try to go have like a nice time in LA or in Detroit or into Chicago. You're from Chicago. Yeah. And right? Like. Talk about another ghost town like Michigan Avenue. Like I mean, half, I haven't been the there. Stores are closed down on Michigan Avenue. Oh really? man, it's like well, I mean, you can't. There's only, there's only so many cars you can drive into the storefronts right during the riots, and then have like 150 people crazy. run in. That video where the guys are shooting at the window to try and break yeah. into like a Dolce store or whatever it's called. It, 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 I mean, it's it's decay. Uh, what about uh, what is happening in Philadelphia? Why is every oh, other video, man. every video I see of something awful, like some type of execution or some like robbery in broad daylight? Yesterday morning, top of my Twitter feed was some mom, some uh, ring doorbell camera of some mom. She's getting her kids ready. She's like a, a suburban mom getting yeah. her kids into the minivan, yep. and some dude carjacks her with her kids in, and, in and the minivan. Ha- and he had like a handgun with a fifty-round drum in it or something. Oh, yeah. Yo, some ridiculous weapon. <laughs> well, I that, oh, yeah. as a parent, I got two little. Girls, like as a parent, that is, uh, that is like, uh, it, it's hard to think of something worse than that, actually. Someone like grabbing my car keys and running away with my kids. Dude, we used to play at the park around the corner from my house growing up. This is like in 1980s, 19, yeah. early 90s. And we'd just go. There'd be like four kids, age 9 to 11, playing on the swing set. No parents. I was just thinking a couple nights ago how, how in the modern day to consider letting your kids go off for hours of time. Like, 
well, first of all, I can't constantly be watching the kids 24-7, so yeah, they're going to be off on their own, but like, and they, yeah, there's a fence around the backyard, but like, can they go to the park? I don't know. I was in a suburb, but even today, like... What state? Ohio. At, uh, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. No, nah, it's getting crazy now. There's a bunch of story. There was one story I read about uh, a, a mom had Child Protective Services called on her because her kid was playing in the front yard by himself, and it was like seven years wow. old. Yep. When I was seven, I was gone. I was out. It's like, come back when the streetlights come on. I can handle like woke trash, like protective service crap, but but it's the crime. It's that, that someone would get carjacked in their driveway. Is that yeah. where the mom was yeah. in her driveway? In her driveway. You can see the ring doorbell cameras. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but are, it was top you guys of the Are they legally allowed to carry in, in that area? In Philadelphia? No way. That's freaking crazy. Yeah. No way. That's like, that's like a revolt waiting to happen. And this is why Dr. Oz, I mean, like, might actually, might actually win. Do you guys, you guys see the latest uh, crazy oh, crime yeah. video out of New York? From the Daily Mail, stark naked man goes nuts at Union Square subway station in NYC as MTA officials struggle to get him to calm down before he runs into packed subway car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to show the video. Yikes. But this is just like the latest in a series of videos. There's like a video of a lady getting pushed onto the subway tracks. Uh. There's videos of like people being shot and mugged. It's just like the amount of content coming out of New York. Or, or video footage yeah. of all of these crimes and the escalation. It's bonkers. Yeah. It's like it's like living in uh, world star hip hop <laughs> yeah. in real life. Instead of just seeing it online, you have to deal with it every single there's day. There's no accountability anymore. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no That's fear that's missing. Yeah. But it used to feel like if you step out of line, the cops are going to grab you or someone's yeah. going to shoot you. Now it's like what where's the out of line? What where's the response? Where's the protection? What's the what's the point of government? Want, why would you want to be a cop in these cities? Why? Hmm. The entire system of the city is designed to backstab you. So here's a great story from Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C. We have a cop. I won't name him. He's our neighbor. All right. So he's down the street at the end of the block. Uh, nice little house, little American flag outside. Good cop. Great cop. During the BLM uh, riots, uh, he broke his leg, chasing after some, some, some perp. And he breaks his leg, jumps a fence, breaks his leg. And so he's had a lot of time on the couch to like, chat with us about what the police force is like in D.C. And through that time... Uh, they could not recruit to like fill the chairs inside of their academy, like even halfway. They couldn't get any cops. No one wanted to be a cop. And no one still wants to be a cop in Washington, D.C. This particular police officer is looking for any opportunity to get out uh, possible. Now, some of them want to migrate to places like Florida, where police officers are respected and even paid by Ron DeSantis. You get a $5,000 bonus if you're a cop that moves to Florida. And that makes Florida a very safe place. You ask where do these uh, communities exist, I would argue maybe the Midwest. I was just back in Iowa. Iowa's very nice. Uh, also in Florida. It is wild. I like I, will, I go through our neighborhood, and I, I my wife's going to kill me because we think this is a nice, best-kept secret. But like, it's like you're back in a Norman Rockwell painting. It's like the, uh, the society functions. People walk their dogs. Kids do play in the street and run around the neighborhood by themselves. It's, it's, it's nuts. And now the mayor of Tampa is a former police officer. And she's very like uh, she's her name's Jane Castor. She's very law and order. You know, no riots here, no 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 Antifa here, right? No BLM uh, 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 looting here. But I I like I saw I like I saw it break down in in Washington D.C. with my cop friend, and you feel really bad about them because suddenly you're like I'm gonna be the last guy holding the bag. I'm gonna be the last. I'm gonna be the only guy on call, like that cop in New Orleans who was the only guy on call, and and he quit on the spot. Because he like looks onto his recorder there, little machine. He's like, I'm the only person responding to all of to all these call-ins, and he, and, you know, and he quit. I, you know, wow. he, he 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 did a Twitter thread on it. It's it's so terrible for these police officers and these communities that don't support them. They're gonna get what's coming to them, 
which is what you're talking about. They the got to get rid of this mask crap, too, because people mob going into stores with masks on is no good. They have cameras there for security. If you can't see who it is, that's yes. a big danger. It used to be illegal to go into private organizations with a mask on because it was it a threat. Illegal. You still well, should have privacy, in my opinion. Hey, but but all, at the same time. Not in my public establishment. Not in my private establishment. You, you you're not. Make, you're going to reveal who you are you, if you, before you come in there. You can make them. it. You can. Yeah, that's up to them. Yeah. But it, on your private property, you can do whatever you want. But yeah. I still think, you know, the government shouldn't be watching and surveilling every single no, person. the private company should be surveilling the empl- the people that are coming in to buy stuff, and they and if they don't want masks, then they don't get to put- take your mask off before you come into my store. I want to see your face. I want to know who I- who I have to go after if you're going to mess with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the government mandated masks in a lot of these circumstances, so you couldn't mm-hmm. do that. So that's, that's that needs to be repealed now that we know that COVID's done, according to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Well, assuming Joe Biden is correct, the pandemic is over. But we I also say is the, his quote. We also had that video. It's like I think it was out of Philly as well, where they raid the Wawa. They all storm in and they're smashing yeah. everything, and then the chick jumps up on the thing, starts twerking, mm-hmm. and people are just like, just destroying everything for no reason. Yeah, I think we still got to be careful calling for more police, more centralization of power, more government. Because look at what the government's doing right now. Look what the cops are doing right now. Criminals psychopaths robbers they they go to jail they get released from jail political thought criminals stay in jail (laughs) heavily prosecuted heavily punished and if you only enforce that system and you give it more of your power and authority and money i think the situation is only going to be worse for the average american uh so so i i think we need do need to bring up george soros and how he financed a lot of the woke district attorneys all throughout the united states that have implemented a lot of these policies that punish people based on their political ideology rather than of course the severity of their crime i think what we have seen is deliberate i think it is order out of chaos and i think the larger turnaround here is people going to be like more government more government more government more police and then i think that that could be used against a lot of the people calling for it in my own personal opinion from my own kind of conspiracy mindset yeah i like arming the population as opposed to creating more police yeah personal responsibility giving people more rights giving giving people the ability to to defend themselves i think is a lot more important to call for rather than more police more centralization more government more money towards the state which they're going to be abusing and using in the worst case scenario uh, against the average american because if you look at who the government is serving it's not you they're not looking for your best interest they're not here to really protect and serve very few officers the few should be commanded should be promoted should be respected but very few officers actually live by that notion of protecting and serving serving a lot of them are here to give you tickets and generate revenue for the state and we just have to in my opinion be a little bit careful when it comes to more 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 in in that retrospect um, calling for for that more more guns more personal responsibility more freedom more liberty and more firearms sure with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think that would work out better, in my personal opinion. And there would be there would be a lot more uh, there there would be a lot less uh, harm reduction. 
I saw video game developers are now making the gun when you, they call it flagging. If you point a gun at someone when you're walking around with it, they call it flagging. Yeah, so, you should never do that. No, of course. And yeah. in video games up until now, when you run, your gun's always pointing forward. So you like, and kids are doing this, whether or not they're getting indoctrinated to think it's fine to point a weapon. Maybe Alec Baldwin forgot, but you're supposed to, <laughs> the developers right. are That's having the guns one. pointed down now when you point at someone or pointed up and away when you're aiming. And then as soon as you move past them, you can set the gun back down. That's important, man, because we're brainwashing kids with this stuff and we need to start that was learning like, gun responsibility. That was like, Ian is just sitting here having a conversation and then very, very quickly spun around to slap Alec Baldwin in the face and then go right back to a very well, serious Well, he killed Helena Hutchins and I, I wonder what her family's going like, to get. We need to make sure the kids are playing the games and their guns are ready. Alec Baldwin, by the way, is a murderer. Yeah, Alec Baldwin <laughs> set, a, set an example, a really bad example for people in the film and television industry. So Alec Baldwin killed more people than every single rioter on January 6th. That's right. <laughs> That's really, yeah. Yeah, he should be charged. And, uh... uh Whatever, man. I, I, we talked a lot about the Alec Baldwin stuff. He pointed a gun at someone. He pulled the trigger. He pulled the hammer. He pulled the trigger. Went off and killed her. Just can't be sloppy with guns. It's easy to learn how to shoot in the modern age. I don't know. I just think Maybe it's ridiculous. That there's this whole excuse where it's like, but he was on a movie. And it's like, you, you can't commit a crime, and like, but I was in a movie. You know what I mean? No. Like, it's, so the armorer, uh, you talk about Jeremy Boring. Daily Wire released a uh, very cool uh, movie called Terror on the Prairie, right? Mm -hmm. And so we went there, and there was an armorer. I don't know any armorers, right? Hollywood armor. But there was a dude there. They shoot a lot of guns in this movie. Gino Carano uh, was in the movie. Anyway, uh, th th this is the first time I met an armorer. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Alec Baldwin immediately says, oh my God, I get asked this everywhere. I, at, in the airport, at the supermarket, everyone finds out what I do, and they ask me about Alec Baldwin. And I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Because I know what happened. I know for a fact there's a small community of people who do this. I know exactly what happened. This is the story about Alec Baldwin. This is what this armorer, armorer said to me. I hope I don't get anyone fired here. He said, what happens is on these movie sets, a lot of sitting around and waiting. People get bored. And the armorers like to actually mess around with guns and do target practice. And so they put live rounds in the guns. They are real guns, a lot of them. And they, they have to look real. And they have to act real in some scenes. They have to actually do shoot. They have to shoot. They have to physically shoot. And so they, the, the armorers, like... You know, to make to, to, to make the time pass, they actually do target practice with these things. And he says, this armorer says, they left a round, live round in there. Hmm. And they handed it to Alec Baldwin, and Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger and killed it. I'm not saying in any universe so. that Alec Baldwin should not be held accountable for this, but he said that there was a projectile left in the gun, and that that projectile was just lazy, like someone being lazy, someone being bored on the set, put a live round in the gun. Except he, uh, apparently he had pulled the gun out and pulled the hammer back several times, meaning this revolver, the, the live round was in the last in rotation, which means because the, the shot required the dummy rounds to be in it, so it looked like it was loaded, someone put in a bunch of rounds. Maybe they opened it up, saw one, and then filled it with the dummy ones, not realizing. I'd imagine they'd mm -hmm. look different. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they all look mm -hmm. the same. Maybe that's possible. But I just look at that and I'm like, we have to make assumptions about how it could have happened as opposed to the simple solution, which is, which, which is Alec Baldwin put a bullet in it. Yes. Yeah, don't be afraid of the gun. I don't want this story, this Alec Baldwin story to freak people out about guns. He did a horrible... Um, just like a, a, a very irresponsible thing and it's not the gun's fault if you check the weapon it functions as intended alec baldwin man did he put a sour taste in people's mouth for weapons and i just and I, not in today's culture we need more responsibility with weapons less fear about weapons more self-control my, my whole point on the whole alec baldwin thinks it's it's come up recently because now he might be charged is just there like 
calculate how many data points each story requires. Let's say it was the armorers were doing shooting practice and then they made a mistake. You have a whole bunch of different points in this story that have to line up to make this possible. You also have Alec Baldwin fighting with crew and then shooting a woman. And I'm like, the least amount of assumptions is Alec Baldwin fights with crew member, later shoots, kills crew member. As opposed to Alec Baldwin fights with crew member, doesn't think twice about it, goes and has a private meeting with her, doesn't think twice about it. Someone else takes gun doing target practice. Then someone else goes to load gun and accidentally puts live bullet only in the last chamber you know, position, then puts the dummy rounds in the rest, then gives it to Alec Baldwin, who with 40 years of weapons experience doesn't check, and then points at the woman he was fighting with, pulls the hammer back several times, and then finally kills her. And I'm just like, there's just way too much there. So you're you know. saying there's malice here. You think that Alec Baldwin intended to kill her. So uh, a bunch of the reporting was that he had been fighting with crew members and crew were threatening to walk off. Mm-hmm. And then the, there was an interview he gave where he was calling her like intense or something, like not not saying anything very favorable about her. He had a meeting with her and apparently that he, he tried he tried saying at first he wasn't friends with her and later he was friends with her or something like that. It's been a while since we covered all the details of the story. But I'm just saying that to have a story that involves the armorer, some crew doing shooting practice, the armor like... Alec Baldwin and the angry crew, you have a very circuitous plot about framing Alec Baldwin or a potential accident, which requires, you know, getting 10 numbers correct in a row versus Alec Baldwin did not have kind words with her. The crew was threatening to walk off stage, the set, and then Alec Baldwin shot and killed her. Hmm. So it's like the big, the big point for me on this one is that Alec Baldwin has training on firearms and to be handed a weapon and be like, you got it, bang, whoops. It's like in what he, he made the argument that he's not allowed to check firearms and hand it to him because it's, it's not a bad point. It's a good defense. He said, if I'm handed a gun and then I open it up and start fidgeting with it, they're going to take it from me. What did you just do to it? Mm-hmm. We checked it to make sure it was safe. Mm-hmm. So when they give you the gun, you just point and shoot at people. And my argument there is no way. No, you check it with the armor. The right. two of you together. And then you, and, and, and you're with them. Safe. And they open it up and they show you the rounds. And they say, these are the rounds. We got them from this box. We're putting them in. And then they should probably cycle them if they're dummies. And then open it again, close it, hand it to the actor to do the scene. And, but Alec Baldwin is hubris with 40 years experience, felt untouchable. Probably having had a drinking the night before, maybe not, but brain fog, didn't care. Was pissed off at Helena because he didn't like her anyway. Just... Totally lazy. Just I don't know if I believe it. Chaos and destruction. Oh, let's, that guy. Let's, let's jump to this next story and just get silly. From Rolling Stone, f- uh, from the Trump supporter who called slavery a choice, <laughs> Kanye West wears White Lives Matter t-shirt. Hopefully. Candace Owens matched racist shirts with the rapper. How's that racist? Racist, huh? What? They, the live stream event saw the musician wearing the shirt as he laid back and recorded children, seemingly from his Donda Academy, along with his daughter North, walking around in a circle in all black, as they sang, you make forever. Oh, and conservative pundit Candace Owens even posed for a photo with West wearing a matching shirt with the slogan, white supremacists, such as the KKK and the Aryan Resistance Society, have overtaken the Black Lives Matter phrase by black people protesting the police brutality and reframed it. The Anti-Defamation League has categorized the phrase as a hate slogan. Well, what do you do now when there's two black people wearing it? Is it still a white supremacist thing? I don't, I don't. I don't know if I. Who gets to say? I think it's a joke at that point. Anderson doesn't Cooper. mean it can't be racist. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper gets to say. The corporate media will, of course, say whatever they want to say. Uh, but but this is you know a slogan that a lot of law enforcement, including the Federal Bureau of Investigations, investigated a lot of people for for saying. Uh, people were interrogated for for saying this slogan in colleges, and uh, the ADL also goes after this particular uh, saying as well. So ag- again, it all depends on who controls the narrative, who controls the conversation, and. 
and yeah, I mean, I think they, they'll, the, they'll label it whatever they want to label it. I think the best troll was when 4chan, I think it was 4chan, came up with that sign and said, it's okay to be white. Yeah. And it was the most generic, it was a blank piece of paper with very basic writing that said, it's okay to be white. Like, not even a good, not even it was better or it was good or just, it's okay. And they called it white supremacy. Like, if you literally just said it was okay to be white, they called you a white supremacist. But that was the point of the troll, to expose that there was no degree that they would allow you to be a white person and, and live in peace. Yeah, that was the correct slogan. I got it. I got the slogan mixed up. I thought it was the slogan that uh, Kanye was saying, but it was actually the slogan that you mentioned, that in Ohio University had the FBI involved in an investigation because someone put up a sign saying it's okay to be white. Uh, so, you know, the feds are, are keeping a close eye on this and the corporate media is, of course, weaponizing this term to mean whatever they want it to mean. And of course, changing the, the real definitions of it. I was getting when I was uh, admitting minds in like 2016, 2017, after Trump got elected there, all of a sudden became a lot of racism online right after Trump. I think he said some racist stuff in his campaign and people felt like that was the floodgates had been opened and they were allowed to be racist now. And what did he say? What did he say? Yeah. Um, he talked about. Mexicans like they were like their own I don't know if you the consider taco, it a race taco ball or is that the he, no, did, no. he did say that he was calling for a uh, shutdown oh, a, a travel oh, yeah Muslim travel ban which was but insane but that's a religion not race yeah but it's so it's a similar like xenophobia kind of thing appeared and uh, I used to get a lot of white purity stuff like it's okay to be white white purity then there'd be like an old like Gaelic white well, like, on, kind of on. Nazi we were just talking about how it's okay to be white is a kind of a banal statement yeah so it's a white purity I would thing. get overloaded with it in my administrative ship I'd get these just it's okay to be white it's okay to be white white priv like white is beautiful and it's like yeah it's it's racist whether wow. or not it's hateful I don't know but it's definitely like you could tell it wasn't just people expressing their love for being white. It was like they were trying to dig in on it. So I get why they're treating it like that. I don't agree that it's a hate a hate tactic, but I see why. No, the point of it's okay to be white as a, as a saying was to prove that even saying something as mediocre as that would result in your exact reaction right now calling it racist. Yeah. Well, it is. How, Anytime how is you racist? talk about like, race. How is it racist? Because it's not well, racist. Because they're picking a race like, and like, they're making a generalization Saying it's it. okay? Yeah. It's okay to be white. I'm saying like, what, what I love someone, black women. That's a it, racist it, it, statement. It's, then, not it's not hateful. That's not it's just it a racist statement. It's proving the point of the meme right now, your reaction. They didn't say anything good or bad. It's okay. There's big R racism, which is like systemic hateful. Like they're, my race is better than that race. Then there's little R racism where you're just talking about race. It's just a racist conversation. What? Like it's okay to be, have a racist conversation. As long as you're not like systemically Man. racist. You know what I'm saying? You're changing the definition of words There's again. two different ways to be racist. And one is like the hateful one that everyone's trying to avoid then the other one is like you pick out a race and you make all these generalizations about it but that's not what it's okay to be white was doing. that was what they were just generalizing like it's okay to be this race and it's like i get it i what it is but they weren't just you know it wasn't it wasn't you're proving the point you're proving the yeah. meme right what's what's the point what if it was another to? race it would have been exactly the same same as if it's it's okay to be indian it's okay to be chinese like it's you know but it is it's, okay to be Indian. Yeah. It is okay. It's it, also generally a racist not, statement, okay? but it is okay. Oh, is yeah. it racist? Because you're talking about race and you're making a generalization <laughs> about it. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, 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 thought, thought for you. Thought for you. You're from Chicago, right? Uh -huh. Probably the biggest holiday in Chicago, they turn the river green, That's right. is a day called St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and, and that day, there are shirts that say, kiss me, I'm Irish, or everyone's Irish today. My God. Is that racist? Well, it's nationalist. say so. It's nationalist, and like that—that's also a weird distinction. Like, African doesn't mean black, you know. Irish doesn't mean white. So, like, race and, and nationality are kind of different. 
Is Elon Musk an African-American? Technically, yeah. Literally. Yeah. I don't know what, else, what, what, else are supposed, what are you supposed to say to it. Like, if the argument is that race is a social construct because the color of your skin varies among cultures, then Elon Musk, being from Africa, would be an African-American by that argument. And Luke, apparently, according to a group called the Coalition of Communities of Color, Luke, with blue eyes and blonde hair, is a person of color. I am. That's right. Yeah, by definition. <laughs> uh, so nice so, peach, pink, <laughs> yellowish better, color. So am I okay to be a person of color, Ian? You certainly are, Luke. <laughs> well, that was racist. Well, that's racist. <laughs> is it? But I was just talking about color schemes. I didn't know there was, had anything to do with race. So, no, I mean, no, for real. There's an organization again, that said Slavic people are people of color. So Luke being from Poland is... It's a big, I think that's what Hitler thought. I mean, did he not? Did he not think that they were like inferior people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, didn't the, the, the Polish, I mean, yeah. like chapters about this. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, the Germans didn't like the Polish. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. Neither did the Russians. Inferior for that. Nope. I want to like detach people from being, I don't want people to feel afraid to talk about race. Like it's important that we talk about race and like genetic differences. It's because there are genetic differences in humans historically because our ancestors lived in different areas with different climates. Their bodies evolved differently and it's interesting. That is still racial, if not small r, racist conversations to be like these, this genetic type of person tends to be taller this genetic type of person tends to be able to do math faster because of some you know and you can see if it maybe it's a genetic issue as well as like a a cultural thing that's fine as long as you don't start saying this one's better than that one which is the actual definition of racism here miriam webster uh uh, that that race leads is the fundamental determinant of a human trait and capacity that racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular race. That yeah. is the Merriam-Webster number one definition on Google search Ooh, what are the other of a, race, of a racism, it. right? But the, I think Polish people cook cabbage better than Americans. So Is that racist? No, I think that's just like <laughs> cultures doing things better. There exactly. are some cultures that do things better. In Poland, they have a history of, of growing and utilizing from? cabbage. Yo, skin color, comes, skin color is just a, a function of where your ancestors came from and how close they were to the equator. Because melanin is just something that your body naturally produces based on how much sunlight you get. And the, it, it is a protective, it's, a, it's less about like, it's more hear about biology crazy? than anything. It's more about the, the, the wonder of the design of your body to protect you from a lot of UV light. I, to I, make I, sure that you can like, uh, that, that you're not gonna be harmed by I, I read the this, amount of UV light that your ancestors were from. I right? read this crazy thing, thing about black frogs in uh, Ukraine. Oh, and yeah. uh, it's because of Chernobyl. Saw what, that. what happened is frog, the frogs were green, most of them. But there were some that had darker skin. When the radiation leak came out, the green skin frogs all started dying. The melanin in the black frogs, because they're like dark brown, dark black, was a, was dissipating the, the radioactive energy. And so they were more likely to survive. Wow. So 20 some odd years on, they reproduced. And the whole area around Chernobyl is populated by black frogs. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. This is Melanin, white. man. This is why even like the term white doesn't quite make any sense. What do you mean by white? Like what, like what color white? Right? Like what color? Why? What do you mean? Color. If you if a white person moves down to Mexico City, as you said, and uh, a, a hipster who is tra- like translucent from, <laughs> you know, like the Upper East Side goes to Mexico City, they will develop a tan over time. Their skin will become darker. They will have a different compl- in 10 years, man, living in Mexico City. They will have a different complexion entirely. They yeah. won't even look like the same person. And that's just the wonder of the body and your body protecting itself and making sure you don't get skin cancer and you'll get sunburn all day. I wonder if that that melanin uh, study on radioactivity would mean that white people are less less uh, likely to survive uh, radioactive fallout. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's bringing it full circle. See, that, that was impressive. If you had a video game where you could be like, "All right, we need to deal with certain things. What race of person am I going to send in to deal with that? Because they can handle that situation better." I need people to be. I need people to be like um, camouflage in the ice. 
All right, I'm going to pick a white person. I need people to be camouflaged at night. All right, I'll pick a black person. And of course, no one's white or black, but their skin's more likely to blend in with the surroundings. Or you could just, love it. Or, yeah. you, or they could use face paint. And I tell you, humans are phenomenal. I don't care what skin color you got, where you're from. You have the ability to change the world, man, and learn stuff that no one else has learned. Way to go. Yes. And that's why that's why the definition of racism is saying that one race is better than the other, not saying that it's okay to be a race. Well, what about just making generalizations about race? It's okay to be white isn't inherently racist. It's okay to be Indian too and Chinese. But I think it, I guess it's, we're, we're using different definitions of the word race, which obviously there are, racism rather. Because if you just make a generalization about a race, this is something I learned growing up. I'd be like, oh, people would be like, I love black, I, black women are so beautiful. And I'd be like, well, that's racist. You know, you're making a generalization about black people, black women. And they're like, I, I guess technically. And then we laugh because it's like, yeah, but they I see, are pretty hot. I see hot, what you're you know? saying, I'm, but saying it's okay to be a race isn't racist because you're not generalizing about anybody. You're, you're just saying like, yeah, that's, it's okay. It's like, it's actually the opposite of racism. It's saying like it's 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 okay. Preference. No, it's it's not even that. It's just like it would be racist to be like it's not okay to be white. That would be racist. But being like no, it's 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 like we we are tolerant and accepting of other races. That's not racist. That's the opposite of it. Hmm. I think once you start talking about race like that, you're 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 basically creating a racist conversation. So maybe like, not big R, maybe not like hatefully, but. So what if someone said it's not okay to be white? Is that racist? Yeah. I think so. So there's no there's no circumstance. Like if you start bringing white and black and and skin color and stuff into conversations, you're being a ra- you're 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 now a racist convers it's a racist conversation. Now, but it's not the same definition of the hateful like, you know, xenophobia kind of crap. <laughs> like, Did we used to talk, be so obsessed with race? So speaking of Chicago, I grew up with a Michael Jordan poster on my wall. I think I was aware that he was a different skin color than me, but it didn't really matter. I idealized the guy. I think he was really great. I had his jersey. Like I, I thought the guy was great. His 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 poster, along with Shaquille O'Neal's poster, hung on my wall. And never once did I think like that's cool because because of their skin. Well, they color. say that's white privilege. The fact that you didn't have to think about it proves that you had privilege. But I was saying these guys are like pretty great for. I don't ask me. These people don't seem to have a good logic behind what their ideology is. I definitely so noticed I, it when I was like a baby. I, I felt like, like in the nineties there was like a different conversation about. I think maybe no one was having a conversation about race. You can check the term racism in the New York Times and how they use it. And it's like skyrocketed since around when Occupy Wall Street. Yep. Since Occupy Wall Street. We were pretty racist growing up. And they called it Caucasian Falls, where I'm from. It was like 99% white kids. And like, uh, it was really gross. And I didn't know any better. Like, we just grew up. Like, if the stuff we said when I was 12 was on the internet, I'd still be humiliated. Like, it would still be like haunting me to this day. And I had to learn, like, yo, I would make jokes about gay people. It was just like effeminate jokes and stuff. And then in college, I went to theater school and they're like, you know, that's really offensive, Ian. And so I stopped. And I was like, I, you know, it's the, but that was raised in a really racist environment. When I went to South America, I noticed that I looked different than people. And that was what Tim's saying about white privilege is the privilege of looking like the majority of the people around you, like skin tone, because when their skin was dark, they'd look at me and they'd be like, Thor, you know, they would say, they would look at me and like... <laughs> You look like Thor from the movie. <laughs> I'm going to make I a did. shirt with you on it that says Thor. Yeah, they yeah. look like Chris Hemsworth. You have great hair. Oh, thanks, sir. When uh, when I traveled around most places, I never experienced that because everywhere I go, no one can tell what I am. So I remember the, this one story uh, that I've told before when I was in Egypt and I'm in the I'm in the back of this with this van with a bunch of Egyptians and the vice producer I'm with is this white dude with brown hair and blue eyes and he looks over to me and he's like, okay, Tim, we're going to play it cool. We're going to listen to what our, our fixers tell us to do because once we get out there, ain't no one going to believe we're not a couple of white guys. 
and every single Egyptian goes, no, Tim looks Egyptian. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah, yeah, especially with the hat because people wear hats like that. So they were like, no, 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 you should come. And I went to Nasser City where the Muslim Brotherhood was. No problem. In fact, one guy even came up, one guy even came up to me, started yelling something in Arabic. And I just like smiled. And then the guy I was with started answering him in Arabic. And then as we walked away, started laughing. And he was like, dude, he thought you were like, like a monk or an imam or something because you're wearing the hat. He was asking where the mosque was. And I was like, really? The and same hat. Similar not style. the same hat, but similar style beanie. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been to South America. Typically when I go to a lot of places, people can't tell, you know, so I just kind of like drift about. What What is your, what is your hair? I mean, I'm Korean, not to ask. Like, what is it? German, Irish, Korean, Japanese. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's basically if everyone on earth had a baby, yeah. it would look like you. But your skin well, would be a little that. darker. You are the United If your skin Nations. gets, a, yeah, if your skin got a little darker, that's like the future of humanity when everybody starts breathing Except here, here's the thing. Most woke liberals don't think I'm white. They think I'm not white until, until it becomes politi politically expedient. But it's like the weirdest thing because... If it's white people who think I'm not white, I don't worry about anything because they're not racist to me. And then when I go to other countries and they just think I, I fit in with that country, then I don't got to worry about it because even if they are racist, they think I'm same as them. You know, it's weird how that works. Did you ever feel uh, like people tell me stories about Egypt and they say like it's uncomfortable there and that it's not like that nice of a place? Is it true? Uh, I don't know. I had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a revolution happening. So but uh, I went to the mall, walked around totally normal. It was cool. Um inexpensive yeah like I, the the guy i was with told me to shut up because we went to a fast food restaurant when i found that i was like a dollar for a meal i was like whoa and he's like Shh. he's like this is a lot of money to these people he's like you're american you're something like an like an like an a-hole and i was like oh whoa you're right man that was bad i shouldn't do that but i was like really excited because i could get food and i was kind of broke and i was like this is amazing and then you know to them they were like rich american shows up Shh. nah people aren't gonna be too happy with that but i got i think the guy i was with got like attacked in an alley because he did look like a white American dude. He got surrounded and then some other dude came up and started getting the guys to back away and like told him not to do it. And they were like, I guess once they, what the, the, there's a bunch of Egyptian guys got in the face of the vice producer and like cornered him. And then some other guy came up and was basically saying in Arabic or something like, you're going to attack an American journalist. You're going to make us all look bad. It's going to hurt us. You got to stop. And then got him. And then he put his hand up and then looked at the producer was like, go now. It's crazy stuff, man. Getting out there. All right. We're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you at 11 p.m. You don't want to miss it. But for now, smash the like button. Let's read. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, what's he doing? No, Luke, stop. Uh, for those that saw the show on Friday. <laughs> Dodged um, a bullet on I'm, that one. Uh, no, we, we, have to, we, we can't be fake news. All right. Luke wasn't doing anything. <laughs> nope. That was it. He was, do, he was doing literally nothing. He was just pretending like he was going to do something. We went with it. We turned the camera off. Now you know how funny. the sausage is made. That's it. That's it. It was just a gag because Luke didn't have a gag left. All right. Trip Suck says, regarding your member segment, I'm a film teacher. Moonlight was the best film of the 2010s. It's not woke. Just a great film. Absolute masterpiece. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we talked about movies. That's cool. We got Raymond G again. He says, everyone who isn't an Ian-phobic weirdo should go see Cast Castle. You'll have a graphene time. 
especially for Free the Code, and the Fed folks who DMT know the union election was rigged, go Antifa bros. Yes, Ian's fake union election. Uh, the allegation is that it was rigged. Watch Cast Castle to find out more. Wait, is it, was that a historical election? Yeah. yeah. LCOSR Fijo says, not a single word on the Brazilian election, Tim. We're still waiting to see what happens. The polls were wrong. Uh, Bolsonaro didn't lose yet, but it's not looking good. That's about it. I don't know. What else is going on? They got on? a runoff next, I think. Yeah. yeah. The, the polls were saying that, uh, was it Lula? Yeah. Is that, his, that who his, his name is? Uh, is it a guy? Or it's a guy, Lula's right? Lula's a guy, yeah. Mm. They said he was going to win, and then he, he got just short of 50%, so not enough. And now there's going to be a runoff, and it's going to go to Bolsonaro and Lula. I'm not saying, I'm like, okay, so I'm not saying I follow this closely. I don't speak Portuguese. I'm not an expert on this. However, Steve Bannon was on a show today saying, this is really strange because Bolsonaro's party is winning huge down ballot. Yep. And their candidates are doing very, very well all the way down the ballot. And then he's doing poorly, right? So I don't know enough. Mean? I don't know enough about Brazilian politics, but I do have a friend who's Brazilian who the general idea I get is, at least from, from conversations I've had, they don't like him as much as they like the politics. So mm. it might be like a Trump-DeSantis kind of thing where, you know, uh, Trump himself as a personality riles a lot of people up. But the candidates have a lot of, but the rest of the candidates may be more tactful or something like that. Or who knows? I don't know what the politics are like in Brazil. There could be corruption and other nonsense. We'll are, see what happens. I don't know. Are they using voting machines, like proprietary voting machines? I heard mail-in ballots. <clears throat> in, I wonder. in Brazil? <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, the, the, the benefit of a runoff is that they have a chance now to, before the final tally, seeing what's going on. If they have questions, they, they better address them now. All right, all right. Let's grab some more Super Chats. What do we got here? Victor Solano says, it's still in the Arctic around some islands. Look at the New York Post. They do talk about the submarine. That's the Poseidon submarine. Hmm. Brandon Hampson says, Tim, the noise your computer keeps making is the Alphabet Boys spying on you through your computer. No, we figured out what it was. What was it? We got a new email system and it dings every time you get an email. So that's, oh, is that, that was it? happening. But where was the sound coming from? Um, it was from coming from this TV. The TV. Yeah, I huh. know. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Stupid. What do we got here? Charlie Wilson says, shout out to my coworker, Haley, who left me speechless uh-huh. when she asked if I knew what Timcast was when I mentioned listening to Joe Rogan. Wow. Shout out to Haley. Thanks. Thanks for shouting us out and uh, spreading the word. But apparently Charlie uh, already knew what it was. So you'll have to spread the word more now. <laughs> Further. Marshall P says, tsunami nukes are not new and were tested right after World War II with USA and New Zealand tests. They te- the tests found that they don't work very well unless Russia's is better. What if it turned out since every hurricane since the Cold War has been Russian nuclear hurricanes? <laughs> <laughs> we just found out a century later. I don't know. Well, uh, that conspiracy theory is that HARP is firing energy into the atmosphere to create storms or something like that. Well, right? they they do uh, modify the weather. The Chinese government openly admits that, but you know that's it's not about admitting. It, hold on, it's not about admitting it because that implies it's like a secret. No, uh, uh, silver, no, they, they, they brag silver, about it. Silver iodide cloud seeding's been around since what, like the '60s, and Germany's been doing infrared laser cloud seeding for a long time. Weather manipulation has been around for a long time. It's, it's it's not like they're creating tornadoes and blowing people up. I don't know about that. Those hurricane eyes, I was like, there's got to be something magnetic in space that it's created like that. Like some sort of magnetic charge must be causing that. Maybe similar tornadoes. I don't know. But that's you know, interesting. Tim, Tim Jake says the tsunami bomb is the latest iteration of geophysical warfare. 
New York Times reported on it in the early 70s. One scenario was five nukes detonated simultaneously in the Pacific, causing a wave that could wipe out the West Coast. Whoa. That'd be crazy. Or they could send a team to the center of the earth with nukes to detonate them to start up the core to spin again, like in The Core. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Aaron Eckhart yeah. and Stanley Tucci. Who else is in that movie? I don't know. Let's find out. I don't know. We'll regret it now. Brett Dasevic sensei says, nuke, debuke, we puke. <laughs> nice. There we go. I'm from Iowa. I've been in Dubuque many times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, used to play high school been. football in Dubuque. Great place. Solid. Yep. Cool um, city because it's right up on the riverbed. Mm. This is interesting. Some hijinks says, someone please ask Alex, ask Alex Jones if the aliens will interrupt or prevent a global nuclear war. Oh. There's a conspiracy theory that aliens shut off a bunch of nukes. And so uh, people have been saying for the past few years, the next thing to happen is going to be aliens, right? That was a big meme for a while. Yeah. Then there was like the storm area 51 stuff years back. Maybe Vladimir Putin's going to like hit the button. The nukes going to go up and then the aliens will appear. What if Vladimir Putin is the alien? He kind of looks like an alien. He's short. That he's proves got those, it. He's got bug eyes. Let's grab some more. Joe Dutchman says, read the James Bond virus. Imagine a virus that's designed to primarily target those who are obese, older, and have multiple medical issues. Weird. That would be crazy. Like, you know, like culling a certain group of people would be nuts. The herd. Me and Ian, <laughs> are, like, Luke's me and Ian are looking at each other. I'm like, <laughs> like what can I say here yeah. without getting Tasteful. this show in trouble? In trouble. Aaron <laughs> Gaming News says, did you know Canada has Chinese police stations? We did talk about this yeah. a little bit. There's also one in the United States. Did you know that, Benny? China opened police stations in Europe, Canada, and one in New York. So it's not legal, of course, right? You no, can't yeah. do this. That's right. a, but, but like... That's a second government, unelected. That's a second government institution operating yep. here in violation of our laws. Uh, I believe, yes. And, yep. That's crazy, isn't it? Have they made like any rat, Like, have they... Uh, are there any... Is there any statistics or data out of this in, in Manhattan with this police office? One. And then two, like, you know, are they arresting, like, American citizens? Like, are they threatening American citizens? Yes. They claim it's for their own citizens, but if someone's like a dual citizen, then they're going to treat them like a citizen of China. But this is basically them operating a legal apparatus in our country, which is just absolutely insane. So there's a homie uh, story that we've covered on, uh, a couple years back. There's a homie at University of Minnesota, right? Chinese. I was pointing at uh, ALX, our executive producer, who's awesome, and everyone should go follow uh, ALX, the Lord on Truth Social, um, Instagram, and Getter. Uh, there's a homie at University of Minnesota. It's Chinese national, and he tweeted about Xi Jinping. He tweeted a meme that he's a poo bear, <laughs> and, and he got put in jail. What he got his ass got dragged back to China, and he got thrown uh, in the clink yep. in China in How a did communist they get jail. They, I, I, according to the article that I read, it was uh, they used his family. They took, they went after wow. his family. They were like, okay, well, your mother no longer has a job, and your father's going to be uh, in the bread lines, and you know your family is now because of what you've done here in America. So somebody was monitoring his treats. He's, he's at the University of Minnesota. This is a, this is a uh, well-reported story. University of Minnesota student, Chinese, tweets Pooh Bear meme about Xi, gets uh, put in jail back well, in China. Well, let's Brought just, home, let's, put in jail. Let's just be honest. I mean, Xi Jinping is the, the greatest leader. His charisma is just exudes from his person. And uh, we would be honored to be in his presence and even be uh, uh, even one-tenth as amazing as he is. Hell, Xi Jinping and Mickey Mouse. Hell, he's a good singer too. I think it's funny how everything nice I said is actually like to anybody who understands the language would know that I was saying the most awful things possible about him. Mm. It's funny how language works, right? But you know, when uh, when Joe Biden eventually eventually hands the keys over, 
you know, to to China. I said good things about it. You mean leave so the when? keys in the ignition? When? <laughs> when Xi comes to collect, he'll be like, he'll, he'll come in here and I'll look at everybody and be like, I forgot we're all bad, car, but he man. said nice things about me. And then, you know, I'll get to, I'll get to hang out. I feel good in his presence, man. I feel good. <laughs> no, we should all post memes of she as Winnie the Pooh. We should support Joe Biden too, because having a, a decrepit president's not good for anybody right now. Well, they can't deny it. Even the Daily Beast wrote that his brain's broken. Dude. When that happened, I was like, whoa, Yo. the Daily mm -hmm. Beast. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, we need to support that dude. The no one can office. deny it anymore. Cringe Inc. says the episode you speak of was a poison developer who used gene specific poisons they found the culprit because he always inserted a useless molecule into the poison in the shape of a seahorse as a calling card for credit. Was that the fringe one? Hmm. I, I, what, was, was that? Remember when they talked about doing a gay bomb? Was that real? You guys I believe that was during the Vietnam yeah, War. Right. They were doing research and development into it and then concluded that they shouldn't go forward with this. But uh, you you could, uh, obviously... What? Like in, it worked? And hypothetical uh, you know, references, you know, it's, not, it's not unfeasible. Like it, there's a big probability that they... I think they did have it, and I think they tried <laughs> to, get to release it in Vietnam. I got to fact check myself. Like a bomb that makes people gay. Yes. Yeah. Like but they. Bomb. But they. Uh, but I think they didn't yeah. use it because they found that the soldiers would be fighting for for their lovers more <laughs> intensely uh, instead of just passionately what? making love and dropping their weapons. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. So they did turn the frogs gay. Yeah. Well, if they well, had that, gay oh. bombs since the Vietnam well, Wars. I don't know about they, but you know that story is true, right? Yes. Atrazine. So Alex, of course, was, was being silly, but atrazine was a chemical that studies found was disrupting the endocrine systems of frogs and turning them hermaphroditic. So Jones yells, they're turning the freaking frogs gay. And then the media is like, Jones thinks frogs are gay, when in reality, he was just being hyperbolic and silly about an actual story. Daily Mail, 2017, 2007 from October. This is their title. Scientists developed gay bomb to make enemy soldiers stop fighting and make love. Yep. Daily yes. Mail is reporting on this. <laughs> also known as the halitosis bomb, formal for two non-lethal psychochemical weapons that a United States Air Force Research Laboratory speculated about producing. Uh, theories involve discharging sex pheromones over enemy forces in order to make them sexually attracted to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Thank wow. you, Ian. What? That's from Wikipedia, yeah. by the way. I don't know if that's real wow. or not. I just can't believe that's real. The halitosis bomb. It's like two guys who are best friends and they're like fighting and there's like a sniper shooting at him and then all of a sudden there's like a big pink explosion and then he's just like, I can't fight anymore. I need to love you. And I believe like, it. What? They That's dose insane. LSD on, on like, do you ever see the videos of the oh, British that, soldiers okay, taking LSD point, and climbing trees and they're yep. like, they wouldn't focus so they stopped testing it all. MK Ultra mind control CIA projects giving unsuspecting people, you know, acid, but messing if, with them. But what if they just did that? What if they did like an LSD bomb? And then all, the enemy soldiers would just be like looped out of their minds, you know. This was the development. Well, some of LSD. people don't. The purpose of LSD was to put it in the, the water system. Well, some people don't oh, find and themselves loopy. to make everyone loopy. high off their ass. Yeah, some people don't find themselves loopy. Some people find themselves more focused and mm. more attentive and more aware of situations and things. What about on marijuana? LSD. Um, depends, just, like, depends on the strain. A plane flies over the enemy troops and a blanket of smoke just goes all over them and they're like, what's happening? They and start like, eating munchies and yeah. being lazy. Oh, <laughs> the second plane with Cheeto dust. Yeah. dust. They, they all turn to Ian. Yeah. And they dust. call it Agent Orange is yes, what they call Agent that plane. Orange, yeah. Yeah, they, I thank you. Thank all right, Tyler B says, the animal transformation <laughs> virus is the plot of the anime Brand New Animal, LOL. It was released by the government of animal people. 
What animal Brand would you be? Brand new animal. Benny, if you were transformed into an animal, what would have you... What so would I you? asked him this, and I didn't get an, uh, a response, and I insist on a response before I... Okay. Respond. I have no idea. A giraffe animal question. Everyone's blowing... The, I'm watching the comment section right now. They're melting down wanting to know what animal yeah. you would be. There's a hundred... Uh, a gorilla, I guess. Yes. Oh, gorilla. nasty. <laughs> well, but that's, you know, the Tim Cast meme is... Yeah, you know, Alex Jones came in here and said I'm a gorilla, so I guess I'll just say gorilla. Right, you turn into a gorilla? It's a good, I guess everybody here would be a gorilla. I'd be a wolf. Well, so Alex kept coming here saying, I am a gorilla. So we made I am a gorilla t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a, t it's a gorilla and, you know, going like, I'm a gorilla. What about you, Ben? A parakeet. Is this like, what, like <laughs> am I being turned, am I even turned into an animal in wartime? Like, is this something that's being used no, like, as a no. like tonight, like you leave and it's just like, it's happening. Ah. I mean, I go to the zoo a lot in Tampa with my kids. Monkeys are very cool. Yes. Not trying to copy, but like the monkey pits are the copy. Your monkeys totally, and girls are different. Yeah, you don't totally want to be copy. like you don't want to be a manatee, right? And you're just sitting around <laughs> a manatee, you're just Dude, like wait, wait. munching. Did you ever see that like movie Tusk? Up. Oh yeah. With uh, who's that actor? John, Justin Long. It's a Kevin Smith movie where a kid, a guy gets kidnapped. Well, he, he goes to visit some writer or something, and then the guy beats him and surgically turns him into a walrus, like trans walrus or something. What the heck? It's trans the walrus. most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. It's, it's not good, and I don't know why they made it, but it ends with Justin Long in, Justin Long in an aquarium, like as if he, he's just like, a, it's his, his body is stitched to a bunch of garbage to make him look like a walrus, and his jaw's broken, and his legs are bent. And they put him in an aquarium like he's happier and they throw him fish. It's like, dude, he's still a human. Like, you give him a cheeseburger. It's watched. Google it. I think it's called Tusk. I'm not sure. Uh, can I change my answer? Yeah. I would be a chicken. I'd go to Chicken City. There you go. Oh, oh bro. But, you know, you'd be pooping chicken. out eggs yeah. all day. That's a hen. You're going to be a rooster? Rooster. rooster? Yeah. I'd be a rooster. But I like <laughs> eggs, too. I mean, whatever. Nasty, dude. Rooster like, dude. Thumbs. Chicken City, man. We got it. We're going to build a, a new Chicken City at the, at the new space. It's going to be bigger and better than ever. And then we're going to build a special, uh, you know, uh, what is it called when you're like... Cluck the, capacitor? No, no, no. What is it called when you're the king, but then you abdicate your throne to like the prince? You're called like something else? Mm. Is it like regent. The, the king regent? That's what I thought yeah. it was, yeah. So Roberto is going to get his special quarters as the king regent and Roberto Jr. is the king. Oh, okay. So if, yeah. if Roberto Jr. leaves or something happens to him, Roberto will take over? No, he's Roberto is like the retired king. I think that regency is the one that's going to take over if something happens to the leader, like in absentia. Oh, okay. Well, it's like when the Could king be, passes the throne the down moment. to the prince, he becomes king regent or whatever. All right. Music DC guy says, did anyone ever see the video of the lady at the chicken farm talking about it? And then a guy behind her takes chicks and puts them down the ah! grinder chute. Oh, no. No, but yeah, it I sounds mean. brutal. <laughs> so maybe you don't want to be a chicken. Space Age Gamer says meat chickens are selectively bred to be ready in like six to nine weeks. Mm -hmm. After that, the legs give out because they are too fat. Oof. Yeah, many and we of them eat have it. heart attacks, and a lot of them are genetically modified, Sad. altered, you know, creatures that Yo, don't resemble what they came from. When when you go to like KFC and order a drumstick, and it's like this big, hmm. or there's like an Irish place nearby here, and I order the, the the chicken legs, they're like this big. I look over at my chickens, and I'm like, not a single one of those things has legs that big. Like, where do these things come from? Yeah. We just got some Jersey Giants. They're a couple months old now, and they're going to get massive. And I don't even know if their legs are going to get that big. It's like these these chicken legs you get. These are like mutant chickens, man. This is not a, a nice life. My wife's from Delaware. It's where I'm going uh, in two days. And um, it's chicken farms. That's all that Delaware is, chicken farms. And you poke your head in one of those things, it's a miserable life for these chickens. Mm -hmm. Like the industrial kind of? Yeah. I mean, it's dark. They didn't ever see the sunlight. And then they, you know, yeah, they're, they're dead in six weeks, right? You, they pump them full of hormones. They can't walk. They sit. Somebody, nah. somebody said... 
you can fold a $20 bill. You, if you fold a $20 bill, you can see 9-11. If you fold the blue 100, you can see a missile causing a tsunami. Where? Oh, how? Oh, interesting. Yeah, show us pictures. We need yeah, to I, mean, I need to look up how to do that. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at the 100 and I'm like, where? On the back? Like if you fold it on the bag, how do you do it? Do you that's make a it? flex. Yeah, you there just you have go. A, you just Pop have a, one out. You have a hundo sitting there. Yeah. That's a flex. Well, I mean, it's in my wallet. I just have it yeah, sitting in front of me. Yeah. Grab my wallet, hundred dollar bill. Just keep a stack on the table. Yeah, I remember the nine eleven <laughs> thing, but I haven't seen. Did you look one. it up? Yeah, I found it, but oh, it doesn't it really snap. look that well. Does it say? What does it say? What does it claim? It's causing a tsunami. Yeah. How do you do it? What? That's ridiculous. That's not real. That's creative thinking. Looks like it's been around since. 2013 decoded the tsunami, the tsunami claim yeah really uh new 100 dollars bill reveals tidal wave to hit new york city decoded. what it's a youtube video called Yo, that. that proves it yeah <laughs> Ev- <laughs> evidence the simpsons did it yeah simpsons did it all right camel of the mojave says authority and responsibility go hand in hand the moment you separate them is the moment your system is going to fall apart i hear you man TW Rated says, Tim, you are wrong about the price to be smuggled across the border. It's around 15000 I talked to these people. Wow. I've heard that, too. I've heard that, too. So, wow. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds right. You know. Ruby Romaine says, I seriously considered moving to Florida, but I don't want to deal with hurricanes every year. Yeah, we were. I was in, uh, when, when I was in Florida, there was a, a scare, I think, but it, like, never got close. And then I remember I actually flew down when, when one of the big hurricanes was supposed to come, and then it turned away and went the other direction so you're in tampa i mean you're based tampa. there what happened with the floor with the hurricane just recently it was supposed to be a direct hit on tampa instead it went south went to naples fort myers kind of like the area where it, it ingressed and it sucked all the water out of tampa bay why wow, that was crazy you go down yeah. tampa bay 20 feet of water should be there you i went and i walked down on the barnacles and you just walk right if it was if it was um nevada or chicago there'd be bodies everywhere right skulls <laughs> and everything if this was the East River, but it's not. Uh, and so it was just barnacles. It was like a little, um, you know, crustaceans down there. And so you could walk on Tampa Bay. It was insane. And what was happening is that all that water was being pulled Sucked out of the out. bay and shoved on shore yeah. in Fort Myer, uh, devastating those. I mean, obviously, you, you, everyone saw the footage, but just flattened those communities. And so, you know, it's a big, you know, obviously a huge, huge issue. But to, to this commenter who said this about... Uh, the hurricanes in Florida, no, uh, number one, Tampa hasn't had a direct... If you lived in Tampa, there's not been a direct hit hurricane in over 100 years. So I guess you can roll your dice uh, when it comes to that. And then two, if you're not on... You know, if you're not directly on the coast, it's these little coastal communities. Because there's all these little islands, right, that get created. And then the hurricane comes through and literally reforms the land. It's insane. So it splits islands in two. It makes new islands. Like there's uh, uh, there's multiple islands along the coastline just get created by her. They're like, oh, that's Charlie that did that. It's wild stuff, man. Sort of like rip the dirt away and form new waterways. That's and right. St- so there's places you can boat now. There's like a little, there's a bar. There's a bar. I cannot remember which island it is. And I was there a couple of months ago. The bar? Yep. Uh, in the middle of an island that was bought off by like three people for like $10,000. I forgot the name of it too. Um but it's pretty cool. It was pretty fun being there. It's named after the hurricane that created the island. Yeah. Oh, wow. You ever go to Stiltsville in Miami? I do not go to Miami very much. So they built right like off the coast in, I guess it's international waters, these buildings on stilts because the water's only a few feet deep way out. It's crazy. I went out there with this dude and you need, I think it's sonar on, a, on your boat to map the rocks underneath because the water seriously is like three feet high at some points. But you're like 10 miles out. It's crazy. You can see the city in the distance. And then you're looking down. You can see huge rocks. 
Wait, yeah, so Florida's is the crazy. city a free city? Is it like not a city of no nation? It's just a few no buildings. Nations? It was like it was like speakeasies back in the day where you could go out and gamble and do whatever you wanted. And then they were damaged in the 90s in Hurricane Andrew, I think it was. And so now people go there and party and stuff. There's a bar in Iquitos in Peru that I, well, I didn't actually go, uh, but it floods every night when the river rises, when it comes in and people, so it comes up to your waist while you're drinking at the bar. Oh, they were wow. like, it's dangerous, don't go. So I avoided it. Are there like fish in there and stuff? I don't know. Like, I don't know. That'd be nuts. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. In Florida, something would eat you. That's for sure. Piranhas. Yeah. 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 You see the shark that came on uh, my, uh, there's a shark that was like washed ashore and was eating someone's pet. Ah, what? Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It's a shark like eating someone's pet. Jeez. Canna Claus says Ian X. Kendi. Oh, yeah, let's have him on the show, man. <laughs> no, Ian. Ian X. Kendi. I know. I know. That's why I said <laughs> the wrong thing. What's his name? Richard Ibram Kennedy. Is that his first name? Uh, is it Henry. A, Henry. 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 Henry Ibram Kennedy. Not sure. His, his name is like Henry, Henry, Bill, Henry, Henry Smith or something. Henry yeah. Smith. Henry, come on the show. Took his Henry. wife's last name. Is that what he did? Yeah, he did. Really? Sure he did. was Kendi? Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Kendi's a cooler last name than whatever his last name was. Soy. Yeah. Soy. Pure soy. All right. Andresco says, Tim, I'm an entrepreneur, sociologist, and former professor. A recent heart attack created an urgency to work for greater good again. I've sent a resume, CV video, intro outlining my skills. Hope to hear back as I have a lot to offer. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I'd we'll have to take a look. We have a massive library of, uh, of, of emails, unfortunately. So, and we can only hire so many people. I think there's like 30 people here and 32 people and like five contractors. So we certainly can't hire everybody. Musically assured destruction, says Alex Jones, talked about the weather machines years ago. That he did. What are they, harp? Is that what everyone thinks? Harp's in, what is it, Alaska? Yeah. Uh, high altitude, I'm not sure what it stands for, something radio. High but, yeah, altitude audio. Yeah, keep going. It's high frequency <laughs> active auroral research program. And oh. I think they're what they're supposedly doing is beaming radio frequency so out into space. Farp. Farp. Yeah. Farp. Farp. Um, but they're like beaming it out into space, according to them. But people think that they're actually also beaming things back at us and, and experimenting. I don't know. Have you studied that stuff much? Not not too much, to be honest. Oh, man. I just I just I see something right here. Ian just got owned. Semper Ive says white is a color, not a race. So at best, it's OK to be white is a colorful statement, not a racist one. Boom. Roasted. Well, if we're talking facts, white is a shade, not a color. But you're the one who's always saying you're not white. You're pink. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if white is not a race, then saying it's okay to be white isn't racist and use on yourself. It's black and white, not races. Wrecked, boom, wrecked, roasted. Technically, there, there's the human race is like one race, isn't it? I don't get this the whole human racism race. thing anyway. I have no it's idea. It's like one species. I don't. I think there's like one. I don't know what the gene, genomics of it are. Descent says DW reporting Japanese told to take cover after NK missile launch. Good thing. Kakala Harris <laughs> announced our allyship with them. Ian rolling ones on racism. Oy. Yeah, what's going on? I saw that. I saw people were commenting about North Korea firing missiles over Japan or something. I saw that before the show, but it looks like it didn't hit anything and just kind of went over them. Yeah, but still. Yeah. That's crazy. Well. All right. Brian Field says, Tim, if the armorer on the set had the weapon loaded with our product, bees, dummies, that accident would not have been able to happen. Tell your audience to check out our dummy rounds. Well, yes. I guess the issue was there were dummy rounds and someone put a real bullet in there. So Rebel Without a Cause says Joe Rogan had a joke in the height of Iraq war about carpet bombing with clouds of chronic smoke. I mean, it's a joke, but why not? 
just blanket cities with dense marijuana smoke. Get that to just, dosage right, yeah. Yeah, just stone everybody out of their minds. <laughs> Gareth Green says that is not what a regent is. A regent is someone who fulfills the monarch's responsibilities when they are incapacitated. Ian mm. was correct. Oh. Boom. Yeah, and they can be appointed. Hmm. Just John Savage says, fun fact, it's illegal to wear a ski mask in Florida. It's a second degree misdemeanor from back in 1951 when oh. the state was fighting against the Klan and bank robbers. Wow. Nice. I didn't know that. You, you learn something new every day. YouTube's giving us the business for some reason. It's not loading uh, Super Chits properly. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like frozen. Done. Oh, well. We'll grab, uh, we'll grab one more, I guess, because that's all it's all showing. Oh, wait, another one. Jonathan Bethke says, hey, Tim, you always talk about Tom McDonald, but I really suggest you take a look at Chris Webby, especially his Raw Thoughts songs. He refuses to sign with a major label and instead created his own. That's very, very cool. Andresco says, I don't want need to be hired. I'm financially good with my businesses. Just use my usable skills and experience, please. Thanks again. We'll take a look. All right, let's grab. Uh, we'll grab one more right here from Amtrue, who says white is the absence of color. Black is all colors. Hmm. In pigment. Uh, but in light, white is all color. That's and right. black is the absence of light. Yeah. It's a Pink Floyd cover, right? It's all, all the colors go down in the white. It's prism. White yeah. light breaks and... All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends if you really do like it. Many people have been saying YouTube's not sending notifications. So you know what we did? We told you guys to be the notifications you want to see from YouTube. So share the videos if you think YouTube is playing dirty games and you want to help fight back. We're about a month away from a midterm. And if you think the conversations are important, we could use your assistance. You can follow the show at TimCast. You can follow, uh, I'm sorry, at TimCast IRL. You can follow me at TimCast. We're going to have that members-only show coming up in, at about 11 over at TimCast.com. So sign up, smash that like button. Benny, do you want to shout anything out? Uh, yes. Uh, shout out to, um, yeah, is it, is it gauche to shout out our, our YouTube channel? No. Please do. Which is growing and yeah. which is at the top uh, linked here. And thank you very much. And we're working hard on it. And What is the channel? Our, Benny Johnson. Link in the description. The link in the description. That's right. Yeah. Um, the YouTube king here. And it's an honor to be here. It's amazing. I've been trying to respond to people in the in the super, in, in, in just the chats. And so a lot of people saying punch Ian. Oh, no. <laughs> I've seen that. No. Punch Ian. Benny hit Ian for us, says Adam Gilbert. Dave, uh, Brave Dave says, yo, Benny, punch Ian for all of us. No. Uh, I'm not a violent person. Not allowed. And, not a, and, and that is wrong. I do have a question for Ian. Have you ever met a white person? Like a person who... Here, have you ever met a person that's this color? No, I know an albino black dude, which is a mind. So what does that mean? Victor Varnado, what's up, homie? White privilege? Like, what's going on? Uh, I guess in some if people don't know he's black, but I mean, because he's al perfectly like white skin, like yeah. whiter than me. He's got uh, blonde hair. He's got like, white hair. He's bald, but I I don't know what color his hair would be. But I mean, his features look like you can tell he's got African American, you know, some sort of DNA if you study his features. Fascinating though. And racist. to answer your question, no, I've never met a human that is white. I've never met a human that is black. As uh, the only person of color here, right. you should definitely <laughs> go to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash we are change. I made a video that is pretty interesting about the situation in Ukraine. I made a joke about the Kardashians and Pelosi's bazungas. Since everyone in the chat room, I'm very proud of that joke. Since everyone in the chat room is asking for the bazungas, you could get your bazunka fix right now on youtube.com forward slash we are change. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much for having me. I got something for you, Lou. Uh oh. <laughs> what is that? What is a little balloon. What is that? Unblown. Hasn't been blown up yet. I know you like what it. What are you trying to say here, Ian? Man, that huh? conversation went by fast, Benny. That was really fun. 
Thanks for coming, man. Oh, this was awesome. I've been such a huge fan of this channel. I mean, I'm sit we're sitting there watching. Before the show, my wife calls me to say goodnight, you know, and, and the kids are on there. And, you know, she texts me. She's like, are you the Tim Pool? Can I say hi to him? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've just been big fans of this. But more importantly, cool, the audience and the community it. here. The, the audience and the community is just unbelievable. And the power of just common sense conversation and normal conversation with people who may have uh, diverging worldviews is so important and you're like the only guy doing it and so oh, i just thank the audience and obviously everybody the here community here it's it's important to like sit around and laugh with other people laughter creates a cascade of serotonin uh, in your brain and like makes you a happier person it makes you connected with the people around you it's healthy it's, it's a healing thing to laugh with people and to laugh at each other and to laugh at yourself so it's good that there's a it's amazing that there's a show that does this and so that's why i've been just a huge fan of this community for such a long time Appreciate it, man. I only regret we didn't talk about bros. Uh, maybe we can get deep into oh, we'll bros on the after show. show. <laughs> oh, yeah. If there was a gay bomb, everyone would have seen it. I know. Yeah. See, we're leading into exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about that movie. That is a very interesting saga. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Minds.com at SourPetchlets as well as SourPetchlets.me. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Sign up, become a member, support our work, and we'll see you all there. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.